Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast. I'm your host, Josh, or Jay Moskers, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kyle, or Fate, or I Hate Apex uh, this week. I'm sure uh, we can discuss that and see why that's come up. <laughs> uh, this week, we're joined by a special guest, Cameron, from the Trash Cat Podcast. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's awesome. Happy to have you here. So, yeah, why don't you tell people a little bit about the Trash Cat Podcast? Yeah, it's a, it's a fun podcast I do where it's like a variety comedy podcast where we kind of talk about different segments. Um, a segment that we usually do is called Cues and Brews, where we literally just talk about drink really cheap beer and talk about just bullshit, witty rathers and stuff. And Nice. Uh, we do other things like uh, we did a like a bracket debate where we talked about it was a Halloween special. So we talked about whole oh, okay. like famous monsters from history mm-hmm. or not from history, but from like. Film uh, history. Film, yeah. Film and video yeah. games and what have you. Basically just pick out our favorite bad guys and put them up against each other. Did like a March Madness style bracket. But yeah, we nice. do a bunch of fun stuff. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's that's awesome. Definitely definitely go check that out. We'll... Yeah, it's awesome. I like that. I, I like the idea of pitting the them up against each other. It's, it reminds me of a, we have a game, like a tabletop card sort of game called Super Fight. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Oh, yeah. Actually, on that. It's a good time. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a fun game. Nice. Yeah, we yeah. we uh we've had like an episode or two where we've done a handful of like would you rather's I think. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's Fun super stuff. easy to just bust out if you're like mm-hmm. can't really think of something to do. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely our go-to. It's like every other episode is pretty much accusing Bruce, and while I desperately try to think of a new segment to do. <laughs> yeah, we've had like we've had talks about uh, like random sex stories. We've had we talked about um, our own paranormal experiences. We talked about a whole, a whole sort, a uh, whole bunch of stuff, and it's all just kind of got nice. a comical feel to it all. So mm-hmm. it's all in the nice. effort to kind of make people laugh. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Or yeah. Cry, so or whatever, whatever yeah, yeah. feelings you want to feel. Yeah. Not here to judge. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. So uh, I got the big news lately. We're recording. We're recording this on April twenty fifth. For uh, so people understand. Uh, the big news lately has been the Mortal Kombat movie. I don't know if either of you have watched this. No. I actually haven't. No, I, I played yeah. a lot of Mortal Kombat in my days, but I've never uh, experienced any films so far. Hopefully, this is so, the first good one. It's there, as you can imagine with the Mortal Kombat movie. There's not a whole lot of story to go around. Right. Do you have any just problem with punching the, people in the face? Right. Do you have any problem with it being spoiled? No, not at all. Perfect. Go Perfect. right ahead. <laughs> You're the only boundary between that because the, the viewers are listening. I don't care if the, I spoil it for them. Yeah, fuck so, those uh, guys. I hate those guys. <laughs> Dude, viewers suck, man. Who needs them, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> Shout out to them. I'm just here to shab my buds. buds. All these yeah. assholes are trying to listen in, eavesdropping all the time. God. <laughs> Bunch of pricks. Like, mind your own business. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> I'm just oh, man. posting on the internet for... Uh, just to remember, man. Some people keep yeah. photo albums. I keep podcasts to listen to. <laughs> this is for me, not you, okay? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things we've been doing lately, my girlfriend and I watch like crappy movies and, and chat about them. Uh, and then I end up talking about it on the on the show here. Uh, and that, so That's couple... the best way to bolster any relationship is just tear apart something else with yeah. another human being. Yeah. So we, we did Kong vs. Godzilla. Nice. And uh, I should I should preface we go into these knowing that we're not going to think they're good movies. <laughs> we also know what they are. We know they're not going to be cinematic masterpieces. But we go into them like, uh-huh. all right, this is going to be horrific. Let's let's see what happens. And that's what we did with Congress of Godzilla, and that's what we did with Mortal Kombat. And my favorite thing is we went we we sat down on HBO Max. We watched Mortal Kombat from home, 
and her brother and his fiance went to the movie theater and they're like, we can't wait to see this. We've been waiting for this for so long. This is gonna be such a good movie. And I was like, we have very different perspectives on this film. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I respected you before we did this. <laughs> <laughs> they were excited for it. I was like, okay, whatever. No, I'm like, I'm not gonna, not gonna talk them down. Whatever your right, thing right. is, doesn't matter. But yeah, I was just, I was just laughing. I was like, oh, they're gonna go see it in theaters. They're paying money for this. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, teach their own. I mean, everyone's yeah. got their thing, right? True. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it opens up. What's better, honestly. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It some opens up with like, like uh, Tarantino. Some people like more. Tarantino's good. Man. I like Tarantino. You know. But uh, like, it opens up in like, uh, old, like old japan you know mm. and uh, like think samurai era right and uh it's this japanese guy and it's like he has his family and he's like oh my god i'm so lucky to have you to his wife and and son and it's like oh man that's not a red flag right <laughs> and uh, he goes he goes and gets water and while he's getting water uh this ice guy this uh like samurai shows up or ever and it's like he he has ice powers and it's like okay i imagine this is sub-zero Yes, right. So, oh, I should I should also preface this. I don't know like anything about Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. I barely played any of the games at all. I'm not a big fighting game person. Oh, really? So I didn't I didn't really know anything about any of the characters. So I imagine if you're a fan of the game series, you go into it like, <laughs> oh, this is this person. Oh, it's that character. I love that character. Right. Yeah. Like I I knew who Sub Zero was, and I knew who like Scorpion was. That's basically it. I knew who Raiden uh, Raiden or Raiden, however you pronounce it. I knew who he was. He's like the lightning guy. I got that. I mean, that's as for like, really yeah, as for that, like, I don't know the rules. Oh, sorry. What? Yeah. I was saying, I don't know, like, the roles within the universe, even. I just right. know, like, of the characters. You don't exactly know who to root for or anything. Yeah. I'm like, he's got ice powers. That's pretty cool. No pun intended. You know, but he's a rapist. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's like, damn. But I mean, he's got ice powers. So, you know, <laughs> but, I mean, ice is pretty sweet. <laughs> but he shows up, kills like the guards. And then uh, in what? What seems for like ten minutes, uh, the the uh, the Japanese dad is getting two buckets of water. I don't know what's taking him so long. He's, he's just hanging out down there. Yeah, he's he's probably down there like God. I'm so glad I have a nice safe family that's not getting attacked right now. God, Things are really best. everything's <laughs> turning up for me, you know. And here's like screams, drops the buckets of water. I'm like, oh no, something must have happened. He runs back and he sees his wife holding their dead son. They're both frozen and dead, you know. And it's like, oh geez. Uh, it turns out the, the, that she had just given birth to a child and hid the baby in, under the floorboards. Uh, That's a good the dad. Move. That's a pro move right there. It is, yeah. Secret yeah. trapdoor. You always uh, gotta have a trapdoor in case you get attacked by uh, ice ninjas. It's true. Ice ninjas or Nazis, you know, the two. Yeah, either those are the one. two that'll get you. Or like, yeah. I guess they had one in the quiet place. True. Had, like, yeah, little, yeah, you're right. A baby. Uh, yeah, and like, they put the mattress over it. Yeah, they're like a little time capsule. They shove their baby in. That's yeah. the move right there. Exactly. I, I got like a doomsday prepper locker room. Just that's the size of a baby child. <laughs> just in case, you know, I, I'm uh, I don't have a kid, but one day I'll have a kid what? that I can uh, help survive an apocalyptic yeah. event. Or if you just if you happen to come across a child and want to put it in there, you know, you never know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or <laughs> I, I just like keep like a bunch of cold beers in there for now. Uh, OK, same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the ice is not getting my rain ears. You Unless you want him to just chill. Or whatever, but not my maybe, maybe you can befriend the ice ninja and it's like, hey, I got some beers down here. You chill him out. We're good Ooh, to go. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's you why he was him. attacking was because they that's weren't true. being offered rainiers. 
He's like, I'm he's like, I don't know what kind of beers yet, but like I know in America they have these beers where if you chill them out, you can see the mountains appear on the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Or the can or whatever. I, f- I forget. Like we only have PBR and he just cuts their head off. And he's like, you son of a I only drink Coors Light, idiot. Basto du kun. God, just kills me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the dad comes back, kills like all these other ninjas that show up. And then he goes after the main ice ninja. They fight a bit. But the the dad gets killed and dies, uh, and then some. For I don't know why, like they had him die on the spot because immediately afterwards he wakes up and is like, "Oh, I better go back to my family." And then he dies. Wait, <laughs> I was what? like, we could have just had him die in front of the family. I don't know why I needed to go to the alternate location and then come back to die. Uh, but he dies the and it turns into like. Yeah, he turns into. He turns into like these flames and leaves like a, like a chalk outline in ash essentially. <laughs> So like that way, when the like that, or? that way, when the ancient Japanese police show up, they'd be like, "Ah, this is where the body was." They <laughs> and, have one uh, of those at every uh, Japanese crime scene. It's, it's a pretty true. common thing in, uh, in, the, in the police department. Yeah, <laughs> they, they teach that at the academy in Japan. <laughs> Look for the ashen outline. It's not exactly. there. There wasn't a murder. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> They're like, "Damn, I don't even know if this guy's dead or not." There's no outline. <laughs> when there's clearly like a corpse in front of them. Yeah. A headless body is like fuck. Maybe there's an outline where the head is. I don't. Yeah, there's no really stuff me, Jenkins. Where do we consider the soul the to be? That's the real question. Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, same as uh, anyway. So the ice guy disappears, and the the main dad guy dies, and then uh, uh, Raiden, Raiden, whatever his name is, appears in a flash of lightning, collects right. the child from the, under the floorboards, and disappears with it. Does that have any fa- like pre like context? as to what's going on or is this just like nope the, that's like, no i've explained it exactly explained. as it happens okay. yeah, they all they give is like the time period i just i just forget the like the date they're like oh i guess that's just how life was in 1876 which yeah, yeah it's not it the now. time when samurais <laughs> were going at it but hey whatever that's just in the past yeah. everything is just so, in the past exactly so he appears gets the baby disappears in the lightning and then it fast forwards like modern day right and uh it uh it's like an underground cage match where like this guy is, is there like the, the guy that turns out to be the main character is sitting there and they introduce me he's like oh his name's uh cole cole young i think is the guy's name and they're like hey you know exposition talks like hey can't believe you came back for 200 dollars, cole young and it's like oh man you know i'm just glad my wife and daughter are here to support me you know like the <laughs> exposition talk where they explain who everyone is with crappy dialogue right and uh he's like yeah 200 dollars for this fight it's gonna be great and he goes into the ring and gets the shit kicked out of him, which is my favorite oh, nice. part because it establishes that he's not a great fighter, yet somehow he's going to be the main character in a Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, he's going to be one of those extras that gets his spine ripped out of his body. Yeah. You never want to be not a good fighter in a Mortal Kombat movie. It's true. So yeah, he gets the shit kicked out of him. And this uh, this, this guy shows up, this black guy shows up, introduces himself as Jax, right? Which is just the dopest name. Yeah. And, no one is named uh, you know, because no one is cool enough to be named Jax. It's true. If you meet a Jax, you're like, oh shit, I'm about to get killed. Yeah, I'm about to be off. a victim of a of a heinous crime. <laughs> Ice T and the gang are gonna show up and try and sort out what happened to me before I died. <laughs> <laughs> so God, he shows I up. I just want Ice T to avenge my death. That's all I want. You, you want him to show up and be like, yeah, you want him to show up like, you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me this happened? It's like, yes, Ice-T. That's why we're here. 
We're the special victims unit. That's why we're here. I, I mean, I don't want to be a rape victim. I just want to be a special. I want to be like close to Ice T's heart. Like, yeah. Well, I think they only show up if it's like rape related crimes, right? No, but I want to be the non-rape. Okay. Yeah. If I if I can, I mean, beggars well, maybe, choosers. Maybe what happened is the the first victim got raped and killed, and they just didn't have time to rape you. They just killed you, and then right. because yeah. it's the same killer, you're part of the case now. <laughs> so you get to be part of something larger than yourself, is what it amounts to. Right. That, that'll yeah. be that's a good way to go. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't we don't always get to choose, but. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I kind of dug myself in a hole here. I'll take you out of it. Yeah, so Sub Zero goes to meet with this big bad guy, right? And he's like, oh, we got to go kill all of the Earth fighters because I guess there's two realms that clash in the Mortal Kombat tournament right. thing, right? And uh, they do the old bit. It cuts back to Jax talking to Cole, and he's like, he talks to him. He's like, oh man, you used to be this great fighter. You took the championship belt. And he's like, yeah, I'm not that guy anymore. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grizzled old guy who's like 23 now, you know? Yeah, the ripe old age of 23. Yeah, whatever he is. So he goes and gets ice cream with his family. Starts snowing. Sub-Zero shows up. Oh, Jax pulls up in his uh, like all blacked out like FBI sedan, uh, Jeep, whatever you want to call it, SUV. He yeah, drives cool. him away. As they're driving away, he's like, oh, let's turn down this dark alley for some reason. And Sub-Zero is there. And he's like, all right, well, instead of continuing to drive away, I guess I'll just get out with a shotgun and you guys leave. So Cole Young leaves with his family and Jax is there with the shotgun going after Sub Zero. He goes in after him. Are they, they fight like aware briefly. Of Sub Zero at this point, like, are they aware uh, that he's like a murderous ninja, or is Cole, he just going after bystanders in alleyways? So Cole Young no, doesn't know anything about him, but Jax knows about it, and so it's at this point that Jax is like, "Hey, you see this? Like, uh, you know, the, like the logo for Mortal Kombat? It's like the dragon or whatever." Yeah, so they have like these like birthmark looking marks on them that are in that shape. And so Jack's like, see that? I have that marking on my chest. And Cole Young's like, oh, I've got it on my chest. He's like, yeah, we're in this tournament. Get get wrecked, son. He's like, get your shit together. It's going down. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, Sub-Zero's trying to kill us. And that's he when he... happened uh, to have a birthmark that looks like a, a dragon? And then yeah, they, a they, death ev- tournament? Yeah, everyone that is in the tournament has this marking, apparently. Like, are you born with it? Or are you like brand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all born with it, like, and they don't realize it's from the tournament. None of them well, are notified as in advance. Are terrible at fighting. Yeah, it's like, a thing. You're just like a so, child, and like, oh, sorry, welcome to the Mortal Kombat tournament. Prepare so, to get again, your head kicked not, off by Sub Zero. <laughs> not knowing anything really about the Mortal Kombat universe, I don't know how many characters there are, like, for the quote unquote good guys. But it's implied that Sub Zero has been killing the other like heroes of Earth. And so they're like down to their final members before it even the tournament even starts. Oh, nice! So, uh, He's not a big fan of Earth. Well, they're they're I guess the Earth realm was fighting with whatever like demon realm that Sub Zero lives in. Oh, okay, okay. So Sub Zero is not from Earth. I guess he is originally, but he eventually dies. But he's like reincarnated by the big bad guy Shang okay. Su or something. I don't I don't remember. Okay. okay and okay. Uh, and so, so really he fights for him. Yeah, a zombie brought on from another dimension. Essentially, to take on Mortal Kombat people for our yeah. applicants. For yeah, see, it's very straightforward. Now we're all on the same page. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine just walking in on this and not knowing any of the law. Exactly. Yeah, it's very easy to get caught up on. It's great. Right, I can imagine. <laughs> um. So yeah, Jax goes in with the shotgun, fights Sub Zero. He shoots up at Sub Zero like point blank range, but Sub Zero freezes it. So you see the pellets coming out of the shotgun at him. 
He then freezes Jax's arms, shatters them. So Jax loses his arms and he kicks him down into a pit in this warehouse. And it's like, oh, Jax is dead. And, what is uh, this motherfucking Jax, though. <laughs> so then, uh, what is what, what am I thinking of? Uh oh, Cole is like a ban- like leaves his family at like some cabin and goes to find uh Sonya Blade, who is like I guess also the equivalent of like a special forces person. Uh she does the again, I, I'm so I took notes while watching the film. If you can't tell, yeah. I'm literally re- reading down. Uh <laughs> she like attack she does the old like thing where it's like two people are on the same side but they don't know it yet. So she attacks him and has the gun in his face, He's like, Oh, you're it's me, I'm on your side, and she's like, Oh. You're lucky I didn't kill you, you know that whole thing. Yeah, that'd be uh, pretty anticlimactic. She just blew his fucking head off. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's the end of Cole. Roll credits. Yeah. And then, so <laughs> Mortal so Kombat. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, she's the one that then explains like the markings, but she doesn't have a marking, so she isn't allowed to fight in the tournament. That is sexist. Yeah, so she leads him into like her little like uh, storage storage unit type house, like a trailer essentially. Right. Uh, inside's like this mouthy Scottish guy called Kano. Uh, nice. He he's in there. He's like she's captured him. Um, she, she, and and this is my uh, prisoner of war, Kano. Meet exactly. Yeah. yeah. No real explanation for why she captured him or how she captured him. Uh, but she has him there foreign, chained up. Of course. Yeah. Of course, we just and capture the, foreign guys. Yeah. And then, uh, so eventually, uh, they're chatting, he's, and it's established that oh, he's a mouthy son of a bitch, but he's got a heart of gold, but not really. Uh, and so then, he's uh, just a mouthy son of a bitch. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they hear a noise. A corner of the room is gone. Like, oh, what's that? And then they realize there's an invisible enemy in the room, and uh, there's like acid dripping down. Think of like the xenomorphs from the alien movies, where it's like right. uh, acid that burns through stuff. That happens. They're trying to see what's going on. They're getting attacked. Eventually, some acid is dripping from the ceiling, and Kano holds his chains out and is able to escape because of this. Uh, but then he ends up fighting the lizard, the the invisible enemy, which turns out to be a lizard because he stabs it with a flare. He puts a knife through a flare, stabs that into the lizard, and it's like, oh, geez, we can see it now. Uh, after after the fact, I re- after the watching the movie, I researched it. Apparently, there's an, a, a character in the Mortal Kombat games that's called Reptile. That's a giant lizard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not established that this is that character but i'm assuming it's a reference to it since it's a giant lizard i kind of feel bad for the writers of this movie because they just have to shove in like mm-hmm. 20 years of fucking stupid <laughs> character design into one movie and make it and have it make sense yeah like yeah you got lightning gods ice ninjas like an invisible reptile <laughs> like it sounds like it was written by like a 10 year old and yeah. like you actually have to like respect the the material that was given to you to fucking actually make mm. this movie, uh, so yeah, it can't be it can't be good for a writer's room. <laughs> but so uh, yeah, so can you just have them fight an invisible guy at some point, and then we'll? Yeah. I mean, that might be reptile. It might just be a ghost. Who knows? Well, once he puts the flare on it, eventually it becomes visible, so they see it's okay. the reptile. Okay, yeah. so they do and see then, reptile. Okay. Yeah, and then Kano punches a hole through its chest and rips the heart out. Holy fuck! Like, which I guess is like his finisher move in the games. I want that to be uh, my finisher move. That sounds yeah. fucking rad. Yeah, and then Cole keeps see having one box. Oh, sorry, I keep interrupting. You I'm so sorry. You're good. <laughs> no, I want to no, see go... one boxing match where it's just ended with someone punching a hole in someone's chest. Yeah, I want that to happen to Jake Paul in his next fight. Yeah, that's just... fucking rad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Cole's having the visions of this like Japanese guy on fire, which is the the Japanese guy from the beginning of the movie. Right. He sees him like on fire. 
the dad. And uh, so they cut from, they decide like, oh, we have to go find Raiden's temple. And Kano's like, ah, I know where it is conveniently. And they're like, cool, we're going there. He's like, all right, let's go. And they're like arguing back and forth. He's like, I'm not going to take you. I'm like, oh, we'll give you money. He's like, fine. I was going anyway. (laughs) And so it's a hard cut to them getting in a plane and then parachuting out into the middle of the desert. Uh, And then all of a sudden, Sonya and and Kano just start fighting because she doesn't have a tattoo or like the birthmark for for the tournament. And then she like wins. But and then it's just like, oh, man, that was pointless. They stopped fighting. It's like, all right, that's it. And then this, uh, so they're walking, they're kind of lost. And then this random fucking guy just shows up in the middle of the desert. And it's like, ah, thank God I found you. Let's go to the temple. And they're like, okay. Uh, and it turns out to be, uh, Liu Kang who can like use fireballs and stuff. He, right. uh, as all so, desert dwellers know how to. Yeah. So he throws a fireball and hits Kano and Kano's like, oh damn, can I do that? And, uh, Kano said, can I throw fireballs? He's he uh he's I forget exactly how it works. He's like, oh man, am I gonna learn how to do this at the temple? Can't wait till I get superpowers. Like something along oh, those yeah. lines. And uh so they they I actually laughed out loud at this scene. They do this big reveal where it's like uh the camera pans up, so like they're standing like a cliff, and so like what's below them becomes revealed, right? Looking mm-hmm. out over this right. this scenery. And it's this big reveal, and it's just like this weird rock formation. It's this big, like dramatic musical score where it's like da da and it's like Oh, is that the temple? Oh, okay. Like, I couldn't tell what it was at first. It's, it just looked like a weird <laughs> sort of pyramid-shaped rock formation. It's like, oh, that's the temple. I, I could oh, not tell. It's a rad pile of rocks. Yeah. Sick. We so, uh, yeah, they go in, and they find Jax, who is laying on a table with no arms, and they're like, oh, we're going to save him. It's like, oh, okay. Wait, he got, like, kicked into a pit, right? He, he was in a warehouse, and uh, Sub-Zero kicked him down, like, I, I don't know if they got into like the second floor. It's it was kind of weird, but he kicks him down through like a like an think of like a think of like a second floor where it's just like the outside perimeter of the floor is flooring, but then you can see down through the middle of the building. Something like that right. is what I gathered. Yeah. It's not really well explained, like the layout but, of the but building. His though, arms? But he just lost his arms. He uh, yeah, that's all he he's he's somehow alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'll point when he kicks when Sub Zero kicks him into the pit. He falls, hits something on the way down, like hits, smacks his head off of it, falls down into this like pit or whatever. I mean, somehow they they go rescue me, him and bring him like back. A kill shot. Yeah, it seems that way. You, but I don't yeah. think I could survive that first. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, they they get introduced to Raiden, and then uh, it's like, oh damn, uh, and then all of a sudden uh, Sub Zero shows up. So. Uh, Liu Kang fights him along with this guy who has like a weird sharp hat sort of thing. Uh, it's uh, Kung Lao, I think is his name. Yeah, yeah. And so they're fighting Sub-Zero and it's like, oh man, how are we going to do this? And then more bad guys show up along with like the main bad guy uh, that we saw earlier. And there's this weird chick with him that has like blood smeared all over her face. It's like, oh, interesting. Uh, Raiden like shows up and he's like, no, you shall not pass and puts like a barrier down. And it's like, all right, the bad guy's like, we'll be back. And in greater numbers, you know, that whole thing. Oh, right. And uh, they're like, all right, you got Raiden's like, you guys have to train. You guys suck. And uh, except for you, Sonya, you don't have the marking, so fuck off, you know. Like, that kind of sucks. Like, even if you have yeah. like, some strong-ass fighters, they don't have the right birthmark, <laughs> and they can't fight. Yeah. Like, and, uh, well, it's, it's heavily implied, like, Raiden's like, you guys suck. You guys need real, a lot of training. You guys are pathetic. And the back is like, yeah, you guys suck. Ha-ha, we're going to kick your ass, you know. 
And yeah. then uh, he's not a very so, good coach, uh, is he? No. So Sonya, like Raiden, goes off on his own way. So uh, Liu Kang and uh, Kung Lao are the two. Like they're fighting with uh, Cole Young and Kano. They're the ones training them. Uh, so Sonya's all pissed off. So she goes and hangs out with Jax. He wakes up and he has robot arms all of a sudden. It's like, okay, cool. But they're not like big buff robot arms. They look like (laughs) skeleton arms. That's how thin and small they are. And it's kind of hilarious. Is Jax like a uh, really big buff guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's this big buff black guy. And he's got these tiny little pathetic looking robot arms. (laughs) It's like, oh man, loser. I love if they gave him like actual prosthetics that they give to like people in the real world who lose a limb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was it was kind of funny people with like sticks on his arms yeah does he still so, fight uh, I'll, I'll i'll get to that don't worry okay, don't okay, worry okay. so uh so cole and kano are training they're trying to find this thing called arcana which is like their special abilities essentially uh and it's just not working they're not getting it and then it cuts back to jacks and he's trying to hit a punching bag and he's just like eh, eh, it's not working and he's like all pissed off and it's hilarious yeah that's what happens when you lose your arms jacks yeah. You can't punch stuff as good. <laughs> so it's it was uh yeah, that was pretty funny. They go to dinner, they're like they're all eating dinner together except for Raiden, and they're all shit talking each other, and they're all like, Oh, Kane like uh Kung Lao's like, Oh Kane, I'll kick your ass. And Liu Kang's like, Hey, hey, I'll kick his ass. And Kane was like, I'll fight both of you guys, you're picking on me. Just give me the egg vol. And he gets really angry and he shoots a laser beam out of his eye. He's like, Oh man, I got superpowers, I can shoot a laser out of my eye. Jesus and they're like, Christ. Oh man, you did it. And uh, all took was egg rolls and shit talking. Yeah, we just had to yeah. hurt his feelings enough. And so, yeah, they use that to start shit talking to Cole. Who, they're like, "Oh man, why don't you have your powers yet?" He's like, "Oh man, I don't know." And uh, <laughs> he's so a genuinely he, nice guy. He like can't I get guess. upset. Eventually, <laughs> oh, it's man, like it cuts. It cuts to, like them fighting in the little like fighting pit they've been training in. Cole sitting off on the side, looking. He has his cell phone out, which somehow is service, and it the battery hasn't died yet. And he's looking right. at like a picture of his his daughter, and Sonya's like, "Oh man, hopefully things go well." It doesn't look like it, you know. And uh, and then Raiden shows up and is like, "Hey, you're a failure. Get out of here." And he sends him like he teleports him using his lightning to like the cabin that his uh, wife and daughter are staying in. I mean, that's a um, win for Cole, right? You'd think, yeah. Like he's like, "Yeah, I get to live and see my family. Sick. Yeah. I don't have to <laughs> hang out with these fucking psychos who shoot laser beams over egg rolls." Exactly. Yeah, so eventually, uh, this all the bad guys show up, which include this girl who's like a bat, uh, this like kind of futuristic like <laughs> cyberpunk looking like guy with two like swords essentially, okay. uh, this big guy with a hammer, and the girl with the blood smeared all over her face. They uh they show up, and they talk with uh Kano, uh, to uh to try and get him to take down the barrier. Um, barrier. Yeah, that's the barrier that Raiden put up, so they couldn't fight all of them at once earlier okay so we got like a halo bubble shield and sent yeah big over like the inside of like the pyramid that they're in okay right? cool and then they're like oh goro you're here right right and uh he's off camera yet so you don't see him um and so they're like all right so the mask guy whose name i don't know i, I don't know the names of these characters uh he goes and meets with Kano, Wait, the name of hammer guy blood on the face girl and mask <laughs> guy don't forget the bat girl I thought those were canonical. Yeah. So he shows up because apparently he has a history with Kano. And he's like, you should take down the barrier. You can join us. We're the winning side. And he's like, yeah, it's a good idea. So Kano goes and destroys the barrier. He like shoots the staff that Raiden used to put up the barrier. He just immediately turns on his friends. Yeah. 
yeah, he uh, he shoots like the laser beam out, destroys the barrier. So all the bad guys show up in the in the area now. It's like, oh man. So they're all fighting, and then Goro shows up to fight uh, Cole. He's gonna go kill him, and it's like, oh man, all CGI Goro. Here we go, and uh, everyone's getting their all the good guys are getting their asses kicked. Uh, and then the the Batgirl is like flying around, and she's gonna attack uh, um, not Liu Kang, but Huang Lu, whatever the guy's name is, the guy with the sharp hat. Uh, Kung Lao, thank you. Yeah. So she swoops in to hit him. Immediately, he throws his hat in the ground. It becomes like a buzzsaw. He jumps on her back and dr- like carries her through the buzzsaw. She dies instantly without having any effect on the movie whatsoever. And he, I swear to God, I swear to God, he picks his hat up, puts it on his head and goes, flawless victory, fatality. <laughs> swear to God, he says that line in the movie. I'm like, oh my Not God. organically at all. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. Literally says oh. that exact line. So I, I played a lot of the Mortal Kombat games, and like every time mm-hmm. you mentioned a character, like okay, that's Reptile, okay, that's Kamau. When you said Batgirl, I was like, that chick is gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Just like the random like cannon fodder that they add to the movie. It, it cuts. He does like the flaws victory line, right? It cuts back to Cole who's fighting Goro, and he's getting his ass kicked. And all of a sudden, uh, Cole's wife runs out and hits Goro in the back with an axe. He like <laughs> he's like, ah, God, get out of here, woman. Hits her away. Her and the daughter get in the truck to try and leave. And he's like going over to kill him. And then all of a sudden he gets like this weird like golden armor over his chest and his arms. And as he's taking damage, like imagine he's getting punched and like the area of impact like starts glowing like orange. So he's like absorbing the damage and like whatever damage he absorbs, he's able to like deal back with his punches. And then all of a sudden he gets these two blades on his arms that he's using to like cut Goro up. And then he like slashes him in the stomach, cuts his chest up, and jams one through his eye, and he kills Goro. Oh, he cuts Goro, one of Goro's arms off too. So he kills Goro, and it's like, ah, oh, we mounted the comeback. We're back in it, boys. Oh hell yeah! Uh, Jax, right? He uh, right. he's rushed out to fight the guy with the big hammer. Obviously, his wimpy little arms can't do a damn thing, so he gets his <laughs> ass kicked immediately. <laughs> Uh, he wakes. Like sending in an amputee is not the move. Yeah, like, I feel like we got a lot of capable soldiers here. Yeah, so I feel he like gets the knocked out. Being Jax is just kind of uh, a little ignorant on yeah. uh, Raiden's yeah, yeah. Raiden's part. Yeah, wasn't a good wasn't a good fight. They all get their asses kicked. Right. Uh, he wakes up like he gets knocked out. He wakes up and Sonya is under some rubble. So he goes over and he can't lift the rubble rubble up. And he's like, oh damn it! And then all of a sudden his arms like get big and buff and they change shape. And he's like super strong. He's like, I did it. And he picks it up and tosses the rubble away. And somehow, even after she's laying under this giant rock that's bigger than she is, somehow Sonya is completely unharmed. Just miraculously cont- right. entirely unhurt. Yeah. Um, you can't be crushed by rocks. Yeah, no, no. I don't know about so, you, but I can't be crushed. No, no. So Raiden shows up, gets Cole, and he's like, hey, you need to come back. He's like, got it. So Cole comes back to like the temple or whatever. And they're all like, we got to get out of here. The bad guys are taking us all out. And then as they're trying to escape, the Kung Lao <clears throat> uh, gets grabbed by the big bad guy and gets his soul sucked out. And they're like, oh, my God, no. OMG, how bad? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the, so they're in like this like white void area. It's like, all right, we're in a like purgatory zone where they can't get us. So what we're going to do is we're all going to teleport and we're going to fight the bad guys one on one. It's like, cool. They're like, what about Sub Zero? And they're like, they're like, what about Sub Zero? And like, nah, save him for last. It'll take all of us to beat him as a team. And okay. so, uh, they, they just start appearing. I don't know why the bad guys are all split up. I get, I don't know if Raiden's teleporting them as well. 
Um, but like it teleports Jax to fight the big hammer guy. Uh, Jax immediately like catches his hammer, breaks it, and then takes both of his hands and smashes the hammer guy's head in and just crushes it. So Jax wins there, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Sonya goes back to her like her like little trailer, or whatever. Uh, she's fighting Kano. They're getting uh, they're getting handsy, like beat, beating each other up. And she tricks him. They fall outside, and she grabs uh, a lawn. Stop you just okay, real go ahead. quick. Um, yeah. From this point on, I'm always gonna call fighting getting handsy. Yes. Continue. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, they're rolling around on the ground. He's got her in like a chokehold or whatever, or something. I forget exactly which. And right. she grabs like a lawn gnome and stabs the lawn gnome through his eye and kills oh, him. Goodness. And oh, yeah. then she, for whatever reason, she like looks and she's like taken like she gains the the marking for the tournament on her. Like she's taken it from him because she's killed a tournament member. Dude, so, so she, many questions. So you yeah. don't have to be born with the birthmark. You can just uh, fucking kill apparently someone? not. Yeah. So, uh, why did so. they just have Sonya kill Cole from like the get go? Don't know. Good question. Uh, oh Luke Kang uh, goes to fight like the weird mask guy with the two right. swords. I, I don't know his name. Uh, he's fighting him, and Cole, him and Cole are in the same spot fighting with the their two respective enemies. It's the mask guy and the face smeared in blood girl um uh so Liu kang knocks the the mask guy into like this pool of like liquid i don't know what it is it's kind of hard to tell and he he creates this giant fire serpent and it grabs the guy in its mouth and burns him alive and kills him and he also goes fatality that's so dumb i'm like ah oh, oh. it's, it's it it's exactly what i would call cringy uh, like, there's not a whole lot I refer to as cringy. That is absolutely right. cringy. But it's so <laughs> ham-handed and forced. Like, it's oh, like, oh, No God. one just says that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Cole's fighting the bloody face girl. And it, her, like, face peels back, like, where the blood is. And it turns right. out, like, her whole face is just a giant, like, mouth with sharp teeth. And it's like, oh, geez. Oh. And uh, he, she's about to, like, bite him. And then Sonya appears through one of the electric portals from Raiden. And suddenly she has laser beams that she can shoot from her hands and she blasts a hole through the girl's chest, but somehow doesn't damage her rib, her uh, spine. It just blows away the like intestines and stuff, which nice. I thought was interesting, but Quick, she's dead. The unnecessary things out of the way. Yes. Don't go for the vital uh, organs. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Sub-Zero shows up at the cabin where Cole's family is hiding. Uh, and it, like it shows him in the window, like, uh, you know, like when a character in a horror movie walks by a window and nothing's there. And they walk by and there's a, an, like a bad guy in the window all of a sudden. That's exactly right. what happened to Sub-Zero. He slowly opens the door and they're like, oh my god, no! And then all of a sudden, like it, it cuts away and he reappears in front of Cole with like Cole's daughter's bracelet and he freezes it and destroys it in his hand. Cole's like, no! Bracelet. And he follows he follows Sub-Zero through like this like smoke portal he's created. And it's the gym where Cole was first introduced, but it's all frozen over now. Cole's uh, wife and daughter are frozen to the side of the octagon. They're completely god. covered in ice. And it's like, oh my god, how are we going to get out of this one? Uh, and uh, Cole's fighting Sub-Zero, but it's just not going well. Uh, and then Cole like has this knife that he received from Raiden that was supposedly Cole's ancestors. And he's okay. trying to stab Sub-Zero with it. Uh, it's just not working. But then all of a sudden, Scorpion gets attacked from behind. He's like, what was that? And it's, it's Scorpion. He's appeared. And apparently Scorpion was Cole's ancestor. It's like, oh my god, mind blown moment, you know? So the the guy from the very original part. Yeah, it was it was Scorpion, I guess. And the I, I looked into this. Father who went and got yes. water. 
Yeah, they have oh, servants, sweet. but this he is guy. the one that has to get the water. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently, and this is canonical. I looked into this afterwards. Apparently, even in the the the, the story of Mortal Kombat, Scorpion uh, dies, but he's he wants revenge so bad that like whoever the devil, not actually the devil, but like and whoever's in the underworld, or whatever is like ah. Oh, you'll become my champion. You can get your revenge. And so he like makes him like he's, it's the equivalent of sub zero where he's also like revived as right. this, this undead soldier for him. So he comes back and he's fighting sub zero and they're fighting and fighting. And meanwhile, I also thought this was funny. Me, while those two are fighting, Cole's just stand there punching his family who is encased in ice, just trying to punch them free from the ice. And it's hilarious. It's like, family, just beating dude. the shit out of it. It's like, Oh my God, this is, this is great. Uh, it's not working. Uh, Sub Zero and and Scorpion wind up back in the octagon, and it's like, oh man, here we go. And so Cole and Scorpion team up to to fight Sub Zero. Eventually, they they beat him up. And he's almost dead, and Scorpion's like, let me do this, and he takes his mask off and breathes fire, and and it burns Sub Zero alive, and he dies. And then Scorpion's like, oh, thank you, uh, whatever, says something to him, and then disappears in like a ball of like flame. And it's like, oh man. And then uh, Raiden and the good guys show up and they're like, ah, you did it. And Cole's like, oh man, you, Raiden, you brought Scorpion back and helped save me. He's like, oh, you know, you. And he's like the little wink wink thing where it's like, ah, I did maybe. Yeah. Cause I guess Raiden and the other bad guy aren't supposed to intervene in the fights. Okay. Apparently. I don't know. But I mean, um, he did. He just straight up broke the yeah. rules. Well, the bad guys broke the rules because the tournament hadn't started yet and they were already hunting down the Earth champions. So, like, why even hold yourself to the rules? To yeah, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. It's like, Mortal people Kombat. are getting, like, literally, like, chopped in half and Raiden's like, gotta play nice. Yeah. Gotta play by the rules. I don't know what to tell you guys. Sorry. I don't know. Like, we're literally but, getting killed, man. Please help yeah. us. So, like, the main, the main bad guy shows up and he's like, oh, you might have won this time, but the war's not over. And, uh... He all of like the bodies of his fighters turn into like smoke and disappear. So it's implied that oh I'll revive them and they'll be back again. And Raiden's like ah fuck you and he zaps him with lightning and the guy disappears. And then uh, everyone goes their separate ways and it cuts to Cole and he's at the gym where it's normal again. And it's they're like wiping everything down like God everything's so wet and cold in here what's going on you know it's like right. some time has passed and Cole's like ah oh, sorry man not doing two hundred dollar fights anymore I'm out of here. And he walks by a poster where it's like Cole Young is Johnny Cage in Hollywood, oh which I guess Johnny Cage is a character in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he is. He's a he's like the douchiest character in all the video games. <laughs> he's the fucking nice. worst. But yeah, that was um, the that was the end of the movie then. And then it goes Mortal Kombat. And it does the theme song. <laughs> Actually, at the end for the credits. Yeah, that's exactly oh, what yeah. happens. Yeah, fucking called it. <laughs> I think I don't know if it was the original song. It might have been. It sounded sort of like it. I mean, that is but. a wasted opportunity if you don't play that absolute jam of a song. Yeah. I don't know if it was the actual original song or if they like, re not like changed it, but redid it. So it's, it sounded clearer for right. modern audio, but, but yeah, that was, that was Mordecai. It was uh, exactly what I expected. It was hilarious. Yeah, I assumed you uh, cried. You laughed. I you laughed. Cried. I cried. We, my girlfriend, and I hugged a bit. We're like, man, this is, yeah, this hits imagine. home. Yeah, yeah, the two movies that I cried at uh, in my life, Marley and Me and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. Two yes. beautiful movies. And Transformers War for Cybertron. Those are the ones they always... <laughs> right, of course. 
and the entire Michael Bay collection, just his yeah. entire filmography. I, have I was wet. crying because I was like, it's not over. It's still going. It's why is it three hours? <laughs> There's just so much movie, Michael. <laughs> it's too much. But uh, yeah, that was Mortal Kombat. Kyle, did I convince you to watch Mortal Kombat? <laughs> you convinced me to never fucking listen to anything that involves Mortal Kombat again. <laughs> I fucking, I, I've I, watched the first one. Did you? The very the, first one. It's terrible. The, the 1977, 1975 one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Has there ever been a good video game movie, though? I don't know why people, they're keep, they keep uh, getting made, and none of them are good. I don't know. I'm trying to think of video game movies. I don't think there's ever been a moment where they're like, oh, we should make a video game movie. It's like, we'll make millions. No, there, it, no movie is ever uh, good. It's not a movie, but The Witcher uh, show is actually pretty good. The Witcher show is surprisingly good. But it's not based on the game, though. It's based on the books, which came before the game. True. That's what the games are based on. So it, it's I don't know if I count that as uh, being based on the game. Yeah. I mean, that's like kind of like saying like the Marvel movies could be considered like video games movies mm-hmm. i guess but they're yeah, like they, they pull from so many different like source materials that it's not really yeah. fair to say it's like just a video game yeah um but yeah that that doesn't sound very good <laughs> oh man so that was my mortal Kombat review we're 42 minutes in <laughs> 42 minutes in. uh how, how many uh how many joshes out of 10 are you giving that bad boy Ooh, i'm gonna give it four joshes out of 10 four joshes out of 10 i uh, here's the thing score. right well, here's it. People will say it's a terrible score. It's rare to get more than seven out of ten for me, because really? if you if you start giving everything like nine out of tens, it's like it degrades the value of your scale, right? Oh, I absolutely agree with that. And like a seven yeah. is like passing, right? Like a seven's like a C. seven's a, a seven is a solid film for me, yeah. right? Like that's like an average to above, like that's like the that's line, a, right? Yeah, that's like, like once that's you're above a, solid a seven, movie. then you're a good movie. Yeah, like now you're into like Transformers: Dark Side of the Moon. Right, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, uh, all the nines and tens are all Transformers movies. Yeah. So you you were saying that you rarely give like sevens or above. Like that seven is like a pretty good. Seven's a good. Yeah, I I couldn't tell you off the top of my head like what movies I would rate above that. Like I I just don't know. Um, but it yeah I, I like I said it's it's like when people are like review like food where it's like oh man that was that's a top that is like one of the best things of all time. It's like, is it though? You got a Big Mac. Like, let's tone it down a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like when everything, it's kind of like how Guy Fieri approaches food criticism. Yes, it's exactly it's like that. Like, yeah, this is the everything bomb. is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, like everything, if it's covered in cheese and it's got meat in it, fuck yeah, it's the best thing I've it's had. Like, I don't know if you're a good food critic. I think you're just fat. Yeah, I think you just like eating food, man. <laughs> Which is fine. It's cool to love food, but like. Why? Why are we hating on Guy Ferrari right now? This. No, I, I'm not. I'm not hating. I on him. I'm just his rating system you, is flawed. Yeah, you, you're here talking shit on him. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go on a limb. Guy Ferrari just loves food. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's I'm just totally saying, fine. I'm just saying it's a flawed rating system, perhaps. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's not like when you think of food critics, you're not like yeah. Guy Ferrari is number one, right? Like no one's yeah. like looking for uh reviews based off guy fieri's advice because it's be literally fair, all the same it's all this is amazing food yeah to be fair to him imagine him going on what is that show called diners drive-ins and dives i think right yeah yeah. Main one. yeah imagine him going to one of those places showing it off like man all right show me how you make the food awesome taste it mm. 
this fucking sucks. <laughs> I mean, Gordon Ramsay does it. Yeah, yeah, that's his. That's his whole shtick, though, too. Yeah, but like, if imagine having the buildup of Guy Fieri giving every single restaurant tens out of tens, and they finally get somewhere, and he's like, "Eh, it's okay. This is <laughs> adequate." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, moving on from Mortal Kombat. Everyone would assume that that restaurant is the worst fucking restaurant ever. Yeah. Like, did you hear Guy Fieri didn't like it there? It must suck. Yeah, it must even really suck. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> that yeah. place must be serving dog shit. <laughs> oh man! So you had a uh, you'd come up with a couple of topics in uh, in our Reddit chat. Right. I was gonna go over a couple of these. I'll ask Kyle first, so we can get him involved here, since I was just rambling about Mortal Kombat. One of the questions you asked was, "Has a game ever changed the way you think about things?" As has ever happened, Kyle? No. No, I, I'm not. No, I only play multiplayer games. Oh, well, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. like playing enough league, you're like, wow, people are not awesome. People are the worst. I found out how racist people were. Other than that, it didn't really change my life. Yeah, NHL is the place to go if you want to deal with racism. If you thought Call of Duty was bad, NHL 20 was the yes. most racist NHL I've ever, I think I've ever been a part of. NHL games, like the hockey games. Yes. Yeah. You would not believe how racist people are. The amount of overly like <laughs> racist, because you can customize your character, like how they look. Right. They're all super racist, like super stereotypical, like black people looking with oh, like God. racist names. No, they're, they're not your typical black. I mean, these are like darker than Akon. Like they're yeah. fucking midnight. It's like, it's like, uh, yeah, exactly what he said. Oh, all right. I'm getting on a, a tangent here. Speaking of black, like the darkest black you can think of, I got a delivery the other day. I ordered the world's darkest black paint, black 3.0. It's like the Vonta black. Is where it iOS really... No. <laughs> so uh, it, what is, how big is this? This is, uh, I don't know, like 24 ounces, maybe of the bottle of paint. Right. And uh, so if you, if you go on YouTube and type in like the world's darkest black paint, it literally looks like it's just like dead pixels on your screen. <laughs> just an empty void. And right, so I'm going to yeah. play around with that for a bit. I'm going to make some videos of that, hopefully. Do you do you like paint a lot? I don't paint a lot. You're I just thought like, it would be a funny sick. thing to do. Yeah. I do this a lot where I'll, I'll think something's hilarious and be like, I can, this could lead to some, some funny things. I'll, I'll do it. And uh, yeah, that's why I have a didgeridoo. <laughs> Like that's where I that think that's why from. anyone has a didgeridoo who doesn't live yeah. in the outback. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, this would be hilarious. And then they just have a didgeridoo in their apartment. For yeah. the next well, to be fair, years. my my aunt has a didgeridoo, but she got it because it was given to her by someone in Australia when they were there visiting. By a shaman? I would or hope so. That's not the case, but I choose to believe that. Uh, yeah, I, it better be. Because if she bought that in like a gift shop, she's a faker. <laughs> <laughs> Just I like I like to imagine like she goes into like this old like mud hut and it's like oh why shaman what do you have for me I know that he is a didgeridoo <laughs> have it's a good day Steve Irwin. yes <laughs> I thought you were like, dead oh, now just no. sitting in the hut <laughs> you're not a wise shaman you're just sitting here drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon <laughs> I mean who's to say he's not a wise shaman I right? guess. Huh? <laughs> 
So Kyle, you, you have not had a game change the way you think. Like I think the examples you gave were like Spec Ops the Line, right? I think that was one. Right, of them. Spec Ops the Line, like Last of Us is a good one. Um, or just okay, it doesn't yeah, even yeah. have to be like it changed my life forever, but it could be mm-hmm. something small like like uh, Animal Crossing. It made me learn how to kind of enjoy the little things and like relax a little bit in mm-hmm. like smaller tasks. Yeah. So I guess I guess it's a no for you, Kyle. No. <laughs> um, now, usually when I play games, I just zone right the fuck out. <laughs> and that, that's about it. I mean, that's what kind Can of games do you usually play, Kyle? Uh, lately, I've been playing Overwatch, grinding nice. that really hard. Mm-hmm. I've heard uh, that the, uh, like, the balancing is really fucked in Overwatch. No, it's actually Has fine. Has that kind of been fixed? There's, I mean, there's a meta going around, but that's every right. other game. It's not like it's mm-hmm. overpowering the game. Every right. character has its counter balance yeah. to it. So it's, mm-hmm. there's really, you can't just powerhouse it through the game alone. You actually have to have skill. So, yeah, it's not like and if you, you have to have a good teamwork. You win or anything. Yeah. Yeah. If like there's one no person teamwork, can't carry a team. Actually, yeah. You, yes, you can. It, it has to be a tank, though. It can't be like, uh, well, it all depends on who you're facing, what, like, the combo they're using is and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I've, I had a McCree the other day. I think he got like 60 some elims and he hard carried because like we couldn't get anything going. He'd get to their back line and just absolutely wipe the whole team. Good God. Like I'm I, talking- was, I was playing as that guy. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 sucked. <laughs> I suck. Yeah. He, he uses the revolver. <laughs> his, his ult is you cover over people it is hard to noon you hit the you hit the button and he goes bah, 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 and he quick fires at him kills him and just like one shot i know what i'm talking about yeah. i got my shit together he doesn't one <laughs> shot he uh it, well when you all you can't immediately pop it and actually kill people you have to wait because like it it makes it fair so you have time to react to this fucking ultimate that'll wipe your entire team Mm-hmm. Oh, what? He doesn't just get to one-shot people instantly? He does. Name? Tanks, oh, he can't. The, like, DPS, like, certain DPS and uh, certain healers uh, can stop it and shit. But nine times out of ten, he's fucking your whole team. So does he do, like, a set amount of damage? Or is it just, like, a one-tap where he just kills you? It, it's... I think it's a set amount of damage because okay. I've... So, like, a I've, tank can live through it, essentially? Yeah. If, more health? Yeah. Yeah. They did a, an April Fool's thing with one of the characters, Diva, who's this chick that rides around in like a, a robot. Where on April Fool's, so what happens is she starts out in the robot, and then if it if it takes enough damage, she hops out of it, and the robot explodes. Yeah, she just comic and 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 then uh, after a while, like after she runs around for a while, you call another one back in. Am I right in that so far, Kyle? Uh, well, yeah. When you mean blow up, do you mean it just gets destroyed? Right. Okay, yeah, it just gets destroyed, and her ultimate is a, is a fucking nuke that is retarded. Yeah, okay. After a while, she can call one back in, and when it comes back in, it on I think I'm right about this, on April Fool's, when it got called back in, if you were then, like, a soup, like, they increased the radius of... So when it comes back in, it deals damage with, like, the impact. Mm-hmm. On April Fool's, they expanded the radius of that and bumped the damage up, like, 200% or something. And so it would kill everyone within an area, within the area of it, like even tanks. That's not Jesus. an April Fool's joke. Her thing did ten damage when he called it in, and now does two hundred and fifty. I'm I'm right about it though. That was on April Fool's thing, right? 
where they they oh yeah it's permanent it it's permanent oh is it gross it, oh, it does no. 250 damage once you fuck? Fuck? yeah you can literally wipe a team by calling her mech in and people do it and i've died from it wow yeah. that sounds interesting horrifying because uh, when she calls it in you're you can't do nothing you're sitting there. You have to wait for it to land. You're in the animation of doing it, and by the time you get in it, your mech's, your mech's destroyed already. So they made it so people would leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> so you just like can't get close to her. Oh, you can. You you can she like die super quickly when you're not when she's not in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. They call her. She baby just has people. like a little like pistol essentially and runs around. You can kill her in just a couple it, of hits. I think it's got like I think she's got like fifty. No, maybe it's more seventy five health. Hundred. I don't know. She's squishy. When she's in a baby diva form, her pistol does a lot of damage, though. Does it? Yeah. Is there people who just run regular diva because the pistol does so much damage? Uh, I've met one guy who does it. He's really effective doing it. Right. He just, I mean, it sounds kind of like a meme, honestly. But yeah, it is. It sounds fun to watch. But it it is. She is very deadly when she's out of mechs. It's just she's very squishy and has no yeah. abilities. Glass cannon. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. But with a weak ass cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's not gonna one v one a fucking tank. I can tell you that no. right now. Unless, oh, yeah. unless it's me, unless it's me, she's fighting. In which case, there's a very good chance she'll one v one me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Kim, do you have a do you have a game that changed the way you think or anything like that? Um, hmm. if you don't have something off the top of your head, I can go next. Yeah, let me let me think about it real quick. So like I so I, I had a couple I thought about the first thing that popped in my mind was Elder Scrolls Oblivion because I played that so much when I was growing up like right. thousands of hours like I spent so much time in that game it's I love it M might be my favorite game of all time uh, but then I settled for a, a game called uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I'm a huge fan of like Greek mythology and like the culture right. and I was like that game uh, like reinvigorated my my passion for Greek mythology and I was like yes this. This is so really much. Awesome. I, I loved that game because it was like it was all about it. It had all like little things I liked. I was like, nice, and uh, yeah, it really got me back into that. So I was like, cool. That's my answer oh, is a yeah. question. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so the game that I'm gonna say isn't necessarily like the campaign moved me or like it changed everything. It more so like it's the memories I built around the game. Like mm -hmm. so. Halo 3, I mo more specifically like the multiplayer aspect locally. Like, mm. I probably have some of my most uh, dear memories, like hanging out with friends and playing that game and for literally hundreds and hundreds of hours. And like, I yeah. literally wouldn't change, like, trade those, those moments for pretty much anything. Like, those, like, kind of relationships kind of built who I mm. am today. And like the reasons why I'm like close to strangers or like the reason why I treat people well is because of those fucking games and because uh, of the good times we had with those people. Um, so yeah, probably like Halo 3, honestly. Like I've had just like way, 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 way too many good memories just fucking yeah. around. And like it, it could be like Slayer or it could be random games that me and my friends made up and I don't know. It was, it's just like I've had so many good times playing that game that it's hard not to like. Nice. So it yeah, hasn't changed me in some Halo 3 is a fantastic campaign. I remember uh, sure. my friends didn't believe me that I beat it on Lasso 
which is you beat it on legendary with all the like skulls on yeah, legendary all yeah. skulls on which is all like the different like effects or like enemies uh like dodge out of the way of like grenades and stuff like um your your hud isn't activated right. um, you can't see your gun i forget what all of the like, grunt birthday party no no I, I don't know if you could in halo 3 or not and i know in the, the newer halo games you can't see the gun <laughs> the um, hardest skull of all the grunt birthday party <laughs> Yeah, but like you can't see the gun and you don't have like a reticle. And Jesus. so nowadays, like if I were to do it now, my I have a gaming monitor. There's right. literally a reticle you can put on the monitor. Like there's a button on the back where if I push it, it just puts a reticle right in the middle of the screen. Oh, it's like built into the monitor, which would be super useful. Yeah, for those um, fake gamers out there who don't have all the skulls attached. Yeah, <sighs> fucking losers that play with a <laughs> reticle. I mean, my God. But yeah, they didn't believe me that I did it. And so I was like, pick any level in this game and I'll beat it right now. And they Hell put yeah. it on level Cortana, um, which is where you go through like the the hive. I forget what the whole, what the thing is called, but like you go right. through, you're fighting the, uh, the swarm, what? the flood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't think, it, I don't know if it was level Cortana or not. You play through a level and then you play through a reverse with the flood in it. And mm-hmm. I got like, two thirds of the way through the level without taking any damage and it was just blowing their mind and i was like i was playing out of my mind like i it's not that i'm that good at the game um but i had just done it and so i was like in the zone right, right? like yeah. i just i just finished playing it like the week prior so you i was still in like that halo mindset yeah. yeah i was like i got the i got the like the controls in like ingrained in my my memory <laughs> so it's like, i got this and so i was just breezing through it and i was like oh my god i'm not taking damage this is great but I'm playing it cool as can be. I'm like, hey, here we go, whatever. And they're just like, holy shit, there's no way, no way. I'm just like sitting there like loving it. I'm like, yes, fuck these guys, proving them wrong. <laughs> that is always yeah. the best when you can like back shit up to your friends. Yeah. And you've been talking all this shit and you can finally back it up. Yeah, one of the moments I had was uh, completely different, but like my friend and I were playing uh, one of the, some NHL game, like NHL like 17. No, it wouldn't have been that. NHL 12, it would have had me because I was still in high school, 11 or 12, something like that. And uh, he was up like two nothing in the third period, like a minute to go. And I scored three goals in like the last minute and beat him. And I was just like, yeah, I win. That's fucking crazy. Best part was beat him in front of his sister. (laughs) Yeah, get fucked. Dishonor your entire family. What's up? She was was cute. <laughs> like what's up? Yeah, I can score. I three was like, not if you just saw that, just beat your brother three two, <laughs> so, like something like that. I, I don't know if it was two nothing, like, but I came back and I scored a couple goals right at the end to win. Is what it, is what it was. The ultimate just, pickup line. Like I don't know I was if you like, just saw that, but it. I just railed your brother. In some I was like, I did it. I did. It. I oh man, constantly doing that. She was she was great. Uh, the one day he uh she was getting out of, like he would drive us to school in the morning. Because uh, I didn't bother getting my license, I didn't have a car at the time. But he did. He was all. Mm-hmm. He did like a lot of like different types of like racing and stuff. Um, so he was all about it. When he and, was like uh, a we high get schooler. Yeah, yeah. His his family was all about. It. They did like uh, go kart races and stuff like that too. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, we get to school the one day, and it's he, he's in the front seat, and my other friend is in the the passenger seat, and so I'm just in the back with his sister, and we go to get out of the car. Uh, I get out my side first. She she follows me out. I get out and he shuts the door and like I get, she had put her hand back I guess to like help herself get out. Right. Um, I, I think she was wearing a skirt, so she like put her feet out first, like you know, so she didn't show anything. And she right. gets out, put her hand down the car to get out, and he shut the door on her fingertips. 
like oh slammed her fingertips God. in the door. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got this. Get away from her, you monster. How could you do How that? How could you? You've done enough. <laughs> oh, man. That that poor kid. I felt bad for him, actually. People were always fucking with him. Because he had a, the one day. I don't know why this kid thought it was working. He drove a Ford Mustang. And the right. other kid drove uh, like a Ford truck, F-150 or something. And he's like, oh, we both drive a Ford. I wonder if my key will work on his car. And so he put the key in and turned it. And it it wouldn't work, obviously, because it's a different fucking car. And uh, yeah, actually, and, actually, uh, I can debunk that. Um, cat keys and equipment work in the same and every piece of equipment as long as it's a cat. Wait, that's okay. like like that's, large like, vehicles, and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Than that. <laughs> yeah. You can't exactly just like take a Toyota key and then go to some stranger's car and I, steal it with a Toyota. I will key. say, if it's the same model, it does work sometimes. I've really? absolutely, I've done that myself. Yeah, my grandfather drives a Subaru Outback, and so do I. And I can start his car with my key. Fuck yeah, you should steal your granddad's car. I don't want to. Mine's mine's nicer. Well, you soft. <laughs> I mean, what am I gonna do? Great, now I have two of the same car. Woo. <laughs> Except one's worse. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just, just to but, piss uh, off your granddad or what's up yeah but yeah no so he tried starting it up it didn't work but my friend's uh mustang had like a security thing in it so the car wouldn't start then when he came out from school like he couldn't start the car it was like oh, locked so i don't know how it works i i don't i don't know but he couldn't start the car then with his key you know the one that goes to the car right. so i had to we had to go back to the school we had to drive back pick him up and bring him home because it wouldn't start and then his dad went down and helped him get it uh oh working God. somehow Later on, so it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, God damn it, moron. <laughs> messing with this car. Uh, yeah, he, uh, there's that. There's an incident where he was, he went out to pick his family, like his family was getting Chinese food for dinner. He went out to pick it up, was driving home and a deer jumped in front of him, slammed off his windshield, and they drove through a neighbor's front yard and took out their mailbox and the neighbor yelled at him. He's like, a deer jumped out in front of me. I can't help it. He's like, yeah, it took out my mad? mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's a hey, shitty you wooden mailbox. That deer, didn't you? Fucking uh, kids. Yeah, they made, to... <laughs> they made him deer. They made him buy a new mailbox, like a new wooden mailbox, and build are it and put it together serious? for him. Yeah. So what the I, remember, hell? I remember going out and like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I have to put in a new mailbox for him. It's like Jesus Christ. Dude, that's bullshit. What? Uh, that wasn't even his fault. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't control the deer to jump in front of him. I don't know. People were fucking God. weird in that neighborhood. Um, I uh, I actually I hit a mailbox one time when uh in high school when I was terrible yeah. at driving or actually I'm still pretty bad at driving but when I'm worse <laughs> at driving which is something to say um I I literally I went to go pick up my girlfriend from her house and her dad was watching me like pull in oh this guy had a girlfriend brag about it <laughs> don't you have a girlfriend? gosh you have a fucking girlfriend <laughs> right now you fucking dick. <laughs> Yeah, no big deal. I talk to the opposite sex. Um, so, uh, in high school, I was talking to this. I, I was with this girl, and I mean, I'm still with this girl. I don't want to say it like that. I was with my current girlfriend back then, and I went to her house. And her dad was in the front yard, and this is the first time I met her dad ever. Mm. And uh, he was like watching me pull in, and I get like super nervous when people watch me do stuff that I'm really bad at. And so I was like, uh, like I pulled in picked her up and then pulled out and then when i pulled out i immediately reversed into a ditch and hit his neighbor's mailbox <laughs> and then and then i had to like i 
I managed to get myself out of the ditch, and then I had to park my car in his yard and go to his neighbor and say, like, hey, um, I'm bad at driving. I'm sorry I hit your mailbox. Uh, and luckily, they were really cool about it. Uh, it the dad was not cool yeah. about it. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck were you doing? Uh, so I had to explain that I'm a nervous little baby, and I don't really uh, work well under pressure. <laughs> You're like, I'm a nervous little baby, and I'm trying to fuck your daughter. Yes, yes. Most importantly, I want to make that clear. I made sure to alpha dog his ass right after, right after panicking and hitting a mailbox. Have you ever but, had that happen where the dad is like trying to alpha you? Honestly, no. Like I've never yeah. had like I've never had to really deal with shitty dads too often. Have you ever like, had that happen, Kyle? No. No. I had that happen once. Mother that acts like a fucking cunt. No, like now this is not with my current girlfriend her her dad was great um but uh it's very important to establish not you greg you're a cool guy (laughs) no uh this this one girl was dating very briefly she uh heard like the first time i I met her like uh we were gonna go out that i had to pick her up from her house i get there and uh, her dad comes walking out he's like hey no you listen to me if you're not back by nine o'clock i'm gonna kill you and i was like what (laughs) i was like We'll be back when we get back. He's like, that's not going to fly, son. I was like, we're going to a movie at 7.30. It's not going to be over until at least after 9. And he's like, we'd be better be back here by 9. I was like, okay. We got back around 12.30. <laughs> we pulled in the driveway. He comes storming out. He's like, what did I tell you? And I was like, you didn't tell me what 9. <laughs> Dude, and, are uh, you, do you actually say that? Yeah, I, dude, I don't fucking care. I don't care about that. Wow. And uh, he's like, I don't find this entertaining. And I was like, hey, it's fine, man. We're home. It's, it's all good. And he's like, never again. I was like, okay. He's like, never <laughs> again. I was like, le- legitimately, I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about at this point. Right. I was like, I don't know if he says, like, we're never going out again. If this is never going to happen again. I, I, I didn't know. I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, she went in and uh, I guess he just berated her over it after oh I'd left. God, dude, what I was like, cool. Um, we never went out again because I, I broke up with her. <laughs> unrelated. Like, wow, this Unrela- is kind of shitty. So like, maybe unrelated we- to like the whole dad thing. I just, I was just like, this isn't, and I'm not feeling this. But, He's uh, like never again. You're like I don't really care. Yeah, like I'm like, dude, it. I'm totally, I'm totally with you, man. This is not yeah. working out. Yeah, like, honestly, this, this chick sucks. is just. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it, I, I'm not an alpha person. Like, I'm not a big right. guy. Like, I'm Kyle. You can explain. Like, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm like six one, but I'm thin. Like, I put on, I put on muscle lately. Like, I put on twenty three pounds last year, uh, from June yeah. to October, trying to beef up a little bit. Good for you, but man. like, but like, I'm, I don't try to alpha people. I just, I, I just, I don't fucking care. Like, I it happens with people a lot. Like, I work in advertising, so. I'll go out with like clients like to meet with them and they'll be like, you know what, you know, you need to have a better deal like this and that. And like a lot of people think they're like really good business people because they have their own business. And that's just not the case. A lot of times it's a lot of people who can't function in a real job. And so they have to open their own business in order to gain employment. Right. And so they, they're really arrogant a lot of times, not always don't get me wrong, but like there's a lot of people that are like this. And so they try and alpha you and I'm just there like, Dude, I don't fucking care. Like it. Yeah, you, like you I. Hold no weight over me, man. 
man. Like, it, it's like I I have nothing to lose here. Like if you don't want to buy stuff from me, like like advertising, if you don't want to advertise me, I don't. It doesn't matter. I'll just go to the next business down the road and talk to them. Like it, it it's not like you're the end all be all for my career. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, like, I don't know. Hey, I just don't care. You... <laughs> I mean, that's so it doesn't affect me. Just to yeah, it, just, it does. Like yeah. bullshit alpha dogs in general. Just be like, hey. Like, I, really I think care, it just man. offsets like, their like energy elsewhere. Anger. Yeah, it just yeah. offsets their yeah. their energy. Like you're saying, yeah, it it really it it's like yeah, they have like this. Don't... Yeah. Yeah, just like be calm, and they will get more frustrated. <laughs> Yeah. Like if, just exactly, don't get exactly obsessed and then you won't play into their hands. Like that's kind of like the ultimate uh, counter. Because they're looking to like start an argument in a right, lot of situations. Yeah, they're looking to like get a rise out of you. And it's just so fucking deflating when they're like, yeah, come on. What are you going to say to me? It's like, yeah, whatever. All right. Okay, bye. Like that happens a lot where it's like uh, there's this one guy in particular who works for an ad agency that we deal with right. where he's always just like, you know what? If you guys don't meet me in the middle here, I'm just not going to give you advertising. It's like, Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah, and he's That's like, fine. "I'm serious. Like, I'm I'm not gonna do anything with you guys." It's like, all right. Anyway, we'll talk to you later. And you hang up, and he calls back, like, "All right, listen, fine, we'll do this, uh, but I'm not gonna like agree to this." It's like, uh, whatever, man. Like, this is the terms. If you don't want it, it's fine. I'll get someone else. He's like, "I don't think you understand." It's like, "I understand. Fine. I don't care. If you don't want it, that's fine." He's like, "Yeah, okay." And you hang up again. And he calls back. And he's like, "All right, fine, we'll do it." It's like he's yeah. like sobbing. Yeah. Oh, he's he's um, the biggest pushover. I won't get into that though. Um, but. that reminds me of like a negotiation tactic that uh, John Mulaney does. He's like a really famous stand-up comedian. Oh yeah, I know who he is. Um, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> apparently like whenever he is like doing business with someone and he hears a deal that he doesn't like, he just mm-hmm. doesn't talk. He remains on the line and doesn't talk for like thirty solid seconds. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they're like, uh, did we lose you? And he's just like, nope, you didn't lose me. And they're like, you, do you not like the deal? And he just doesn't talk until they're eventually, they like cave in on themselves. And they're like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess like we can do better. We can do better, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's a, so Yeah, I- that's a well-known negotiation tactic. We use it a lot. Like we'll, uh, a lot of times it's, you don't want to give them anything to work with. Like say I, say I'm trying to sell you a, an Xbox, like, it's seven hundred dollars, and you're like, I don't know, that seems a bit much. Or, or like, let, r- sorry, let me backtrack. I I explain like all the benefits of the Xbox to you, like, hey, this is why the Xbox is better than PlayStation or whatever, and this is the price, and I'll I'll give you the information, and then I won't say anything. I let you look it over. I make sure you're the first one to say anything, because then yeah. it's like like whatever you say, it's like, oh man, I don't know, it seems expensive. I'm like, explain to me why you think it's expensive, considering all of the all the perks I just outlined. Yeah, you could possibly, if you said something, you could give away something that I can glean mm-hmm. off of and then possibly, like, uh, use yeah. it against you. It's like showing your hand first in poker when trying right. to, like, yeah. uh, like convince the other person to fold or whatever. Yeah, you can't exactly give them any advantage. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, um, what else do we have here? Yeah, oh. some more questions. I was going to say, uh, what, what old games deserve a remake? I'll let you go first, Kyle. World of War. <laughs> World of War, yeah, we mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. That is a, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, uh the two case. Oh, well, yeah, it needs a it needs a remaster, not a remake. I'm gonna do that. True. We've mentioned this um, a number of times where like right. remakes tend to screw up a lot of games. Like Call of Duty Four 
they remade it and it butchered it. Whereas opposed if they just reskinned it, like made it look better, would have been way would have been way more entertaining for us. What was the other one you were gonna mention, Kyle? Uh the EA big series, like uh, NFL Street. Oh my fucking god, dude. I don't know if I've ever so played good. NFL Street. I think I did so didn't they have an good. NBA one though? Yeah, yeah, NBA playgrounds or some shit. I think I forget. No, and NBA Street? Was it actually NBA Street? I it was thought it was NBA Street. Yeah, the, the NBA entire Street like one, two, and three. The entire EA big just hmm. section needs to be redone. I a hundred percent agree with that. All those. No, they need fantastic. to. My my pick, uh, backyard sports. Those games are so much fun. Oh my god! Yeah, backyard dude. baseball, backyard dude, football. Those games slap. They're so good. And like Pablo. there's always one kid like Pablo, Pablo Sanchez, who had, like, who had maxed out stats and like Pablo everything. Sanchez. They did a they did a poll on ESPN like either earlier this year or sometime last year, where it was like, "Who is your greatest athlete of all time?" Is like, <laughs> and it was like Tom Brady, uh, like LeBron James was there or something. I forget. It was like big, like Wayne Gretzky maybe. Right. And then the the guy that won, fucking Pablo Sanchez from I mean, Backyard he's who Sports. Deserves it, honestly. Yeah. He hasn't got well, nearly like, enough recognition. He's not only is he the greatest baseball player of all time, he's the greatest football player of all time, too. I think there were other sports, maybe, too, but those are the two big ones that I played. Like, <laughs> he's the first overall pick every goddamn time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you're not picking Pablo Sanchez, get fucked. You have no idea what you're doing. You have no oh. business playing backyard baseball, sir. Those were the fucking games. Yeah, honestly, those games slapped so fucking hard. Um... I would I would love a remaster of Backyard Baseball. Um, Modern Warfare Two was probably like my favorite Call of Duty that I ever got into, and I was like one of my yeah. yeah, The campaign was fantastic. The maps were iconic. All the all the guns were dope, but there were clearly some like imbalanced shit going on with the guns. Um, I hated the multiplayer in that game. I thought it was so fucking broken. It was. That was the first, like, multiplayer game that I got really into was uh, Modern Warfare 2. And it was just, like, the most toxic cesspool (laughs) of multiplayer that you could possibly be a part of. That was was when competitive multiplayer really took off. Right. Especially for Call of Duty. Yeah. Um... I mean, COD 4 is when it it started and it got bigger with World of War, but Modern Warfare 2 is when, like, Call of Duty YouTube channels really took off and got really big. Right. But man, those that fucking game, man. Run around with the javelin glitch where you you have the Semtex out and then you quick switch the javelin and if someone shoots you, you blow up and kill everyone in the area. Jesus. I didn't even know that nightmare. was a thing. That sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Uh there's like a something you could do with like uh the underbarrel grenade launcher. I forget what it was. Do you remember Kyle? There, no. there was something with the underbell grenade launcher. I can't remember what it was. That I one think man army in danger close. The one man army. Is it one man army? The one where you could keep switching back and forth between classes. Yeah, and you yeah. would you literally shoot your two grenades and then activate yeah. that and then pick the same class. Yeah, yeah and so you just had unlimited like grenade launchers. There yeah. was something I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember there being a thing where like you could run around with like infinite underbell grenade launcher rounds. And you're just like it's like do 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 and you're just firing them off nonstop, and it's like all right, well this is terrible. Um, I remember people would edit in together their uh, sniping montages, and I forget who it was, but there was one YouTuber 
where he did like a sniping montage on Afghan. I think Afghan is the map with the crashed C-130 right in the middle of the map. And uh, he was running around sniping with the the Beretta 50 cal. And or I think it's called Barrett 50 cal in, uh, in Call of Duty. Right. And uh, he he made it seem like he was like, oh, man, it's like no scope, no scope, no scope. But people were watching it and in the corner, you can see like the scoreboard and the time. And he was you could tell by the time skipping that he was cutting out frames to make it seem like he was quick scoping when in reality he wasn't. <laughs> and he, he got roasted for it. So he was just like regular scoping and then yeah. editing to make it look like he's quick scoping. I mean, it's still impressive. He's running around sniping people, like getting like a 20 kill streak. I mean, I mean which is impressive for like a normal person, I guess. Right. But he made it seem like he was quick scoping all his people. It's like, dude, you left the, the, the timer in there. We can all tell you're you're faking. It's like uh, the Those fake are like the nicest nope. YouTube comments of all time. Like, hey, man, I don't want to bother you. Yeah, no, that's not how people worded this. it. It was like, <laughs> fucking loser, you're a liar and a cheat. We hate you. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that would be a great remake. Fucking, uh, God, I'm trying to think of like a classic old game that would be fantastic that hasn't been, re- been remade yet. It's the way to go nowadays. That's what they're doing. They're remaking all these old games. Right. That were like, I, I feel like a lot of them have been made. Like, fucking mm-hmm. Shadow Colossus was a great remake. Yeah. Um, or, sorry, rem- remaster. It's a great remaster. Mm-hmm. Um, the Crash Bandicoot series Final... I would have done. Yeah, played Final the shit Fantasy. out of that. Um, My girlfriend actually really... played through the Crash Bandicoot game. She had never played them before. She's not a gamer. Right. Uh, I played the crap out of those on PlayStation One, and so when it came out, the the remaster, I was like, sweet. So uh, I played through that with her. We'd switch back and forth every time she died. I would get it back and basically beat the level. Uh, we oh. did that. I had her play through the Spyro games as well. Oh, dude, the Spyro games are really fucking great. Mm-hmm. I like they're all just like they're like, way easier than Crash Bandicoot to like a hundred percent. Crash For Bandicoot sure. so hard to one hundred percent. You have to do all the yeah. time trials and do all the secret things. Meanwhile, yeah, Spyro's like, yeah, I'm just going to go, like, I'm going to go in quadrants and collect everything. That's all I have to do. It's way easier. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, it's basically, like, Crash Bandicoot just for, like, kids, I guess. But Crash Bandicoot, it's not, like, Crash Bandicoot's for adults. But, like, yeah, they have, like, just, this is for the real gamers. And then There's just so much stuff mode, to do in those games. Right, yeah. Like, if you want to get the bonuses in Crash Bandicoot, prepare to fucking hate your life. Oh, it for, sucks. For, like, 20 hours. Um... Well, what I was going to say is, um, did you guys ever play Republic Commando? Yes, actually. I had that on PC. Dude, that shit is so good. Like, considering it was made in, like, 2007 or something Mm -hmm. like that, or, like, 2010, that game was so fucking dope. And if that got, like, remastered to just look good, my God, I would play the fuck out of that game. Like, that, (laughs) honestly, I was talking about how Halo 3, like, I played a whole bunch of multiplayer. I... My cousins, who I spent tons of time with as a kid, didn't have Halo, and we weren't allowed to play rated M games because we're all we were all like a bunch of babies. <laughs> and so, but we did have Republic Commando, which I believe was rated teen. And so that had local multiplayer, and then we it was like essentially Halo without being rated M. And so we like just played so much of that local <laughs> multiplayer and just like killed each other constantly. And like it was like it got to the point where it was like part of how we treat each other we're like oh 
you're like, you only got like 10 kills last game. Uh, I guess I'll get this large pork chop, and then you'll get the small pork chop, little baby. <laughs> and like, it kind of like built itself into the hierarchy of our family. Uh, and it was fucking awesome. Uh, and I would love for that to be remastered. That'd be fantastic. You know what? You know what Star Wars game I played a lot? It came out in 1995. Uh, Star Wars Dark Forces. It was a first-person shooter game. Was it you... like were you in the uh, the Tie Fighters and shit? No, it was, it, it, you were playing as like stormtroopers and stuff, like fighting stormtroopers. Really? And I think they're doing like an unofficial remake of it, possibly. Wow, cool. Was it? Uh, is it like? Yeah. Uh, I've never heard of it. It. I. It was. I was not very good at it because I was like four when I played it. Right. But uh. Yeah, I think it's a. So you're saying you're not a real gamer? Is that what you're saying? You're not a. At the time, gamer? I wasn't. You know. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they're doing like a fan remake for it, so, who knows? That sounds legit. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much any like Star Wars content, I'm here for. <laughs> I'm super down for a majority of the stuff that they got going on. As long as you keep loot boxes out of it, EA, I'm here for it. It won't happen though. They're not loot boxes. <laughs> they're surprise mechanics. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Surprise uh, gambling mechanics. Yes, yes. Um, uh, what anime would adapt best to a video game? Kyle, your thoughts. Say that again. What anime would adapt best to a video game? I, I'm going to say this right now. It's going to be funny. I'm just going to say Sword Art Online because <laughs> it is. They it actually <laughs> the they have Fatal Bullet, which isn't a great game. They have... Uh, they have a newer one that came out for like the more like the newer series it i think the problem is that they didn't get a lot of funding for the games like it could i i agree they it actually could be a fantastic video game because it'd be huge like our, all those rpg elements i just don't think they're done very well it's like well, do you think sword art online is a good game though like i don't it think it does be. anything i don't think it does anything different though like no. besides being trapped <laughs> no, I I think honestly, this is gonna sound if they did it like if they based it off the mechanics in the actual anime, it'd be a great game. But they Why don't. It's like it's fucking weird. Like the all so I I've played one of the games, and I've I've watched a, a bit of the other one and realized it was the same thing. So like it's, I played the one game maybe an hour and a half and hit max level because you can just grind it out super quickly, and I feel like there's like no progression. Is it an and, MMO or is it just a regular RPG? It's like a single player. You can do like co-op sort of stuff. Um, but it's the problem I have with it is like you go into these different areas. Like um, you can choose which part of the world to go to. Like you, there's a hub area. And from the hub area, you choose like, all right, this is the area I want to go to. And you go to that area and then they have like some dungeons in them. But they're just wide open areas with not a whole lot going on. And the story is barely there at all. And it's just the majority of the gameplay is just running around, fighting bland enemies, clearing out the dungeons, which are super repetitive. And like, it, it's just fucking boring. Like there's just, it, it's, they're very bare bones and it's bland to look at. And like this, right. I don't, I don't know. The whole, like and that and, SAO? Yeah. Very loosely, like it, it's it doesn't make sense as far like the story would go either. Like there's characters that shouldn't be there and stuff, but right. even outside of that, it's just like, eh, like it. The story fucking sucks in the games, 
and I mean, leveling up. Not exactly great in SIO though. It's. I, mean, I don't think it's a good. Yeah, I don't think it's a very good show. <laughs> um, but uh, like the leveling up, like leveling up to get better items and stuff, is one of those things where it's like, oh, let's just grind over and over and over again for random chance at getting this loot. And even then, it's like, yeah, fuck, who cares? Yeah, even when you get it, you're like, oh, I did it. On to the next if, one. If they had literally made it, like, imagine, like, if they, because you know the story of the game. I'm assuming you know the story of the anime, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so imagine it's it's exactly like the anime, like, where they're fighting through the, the 100 floors or whatever. Right. Except instead of playing it, like, maybe even you do play as the main character, but instead of that, you just create your own character and you exist in the world of Sword Art Online. And you're, you can fight all the bosses, open world combat's cool that'd be a way better game than what they've given where it's just shitty open areas that don't even seem to have any connection to the story at all and it's just like what is happening like it's it's just nonsense it's just nonsense there's bland like half-heartedly put together worlds yeah i mean like if you're gonna make a game based off an anime and you choose Mm -hmm. sword art online and as your source material you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot because yeah. already the writing is pretty trash for that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to beat the final do. boss, but I didn't believe in my friends enough, so I lost. Yeah, I mean, it happens <laughs> with the best of us, you know? That's what uh, I was going to say. Uh, said, right? It's like, I would have won game seven, but hey, our friendship yeah. just wasn't there. I don't know it's true. It. I don't know. I, I didn't believe in Scotty Pippen enough, and so we lost. <laughs> Thanks a lot, <laughs> Scotty. You fucking prick. Wins all the rings and then base and then uh mm-hmm. uh t- blame the loss on Scotty Pippen the one loss. Hey, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife, fairly hot. Really, good yeah. for Scotty. I, yeah. I have, well, they're I not together anymore, so I guess not. Yeah, good for Scotty. Fuck Scotty. He, he was in the sun for a little bit, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like Scotty Pippen deserves the world. He was he lived in the shadow of Michael Jordan for far too long, and he was like a good, genuinely amazing player. But yeah, he uh, had the, uh, the unfortunate duty to be on the same team as Michael Jordan. Yeah, her name's uh, Larsa Pippen, L-A-R-S-A. Uh, she's clearly had a ton of work done, and her new her new gig seems to be sleeping around with like super young basketball stars, like in their early twenties. And she's like, yeah, my like, career is I sleep with NBA players. Oh my god, she is very attractive. Isn't Scottie Pippen like a billion years old? Uh, well, they were married for 20 years, so I can only imagine how old she, she's 46, actually. She's 46. Okay. She Younger than like I thought. God damn, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Good for yeah. her. Yeah. Good for yeah. Scott Pippen. She's hey. had a ton of work done, obviously. Um, but yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Even if it didn't last. Good for, good for you, Scotty. You deserve the world, man. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, back to the, the question at hand, I was going to say, have they done like an open world Naruto game where you could just explore the world? Uh, no. I don't think, I think that would be cool. Most of shit has been linear. Yeah. The more open one that I, I would say is open world is Naruto to Boruto, and it's not even open world, really. It's not. I know what you're talking about. You can like roam around the cities and stuff, yeah. but like it's not open world per se. You can't really do anything. It's like, oh, like throw kunai at these three targets. I'm like, oh. That's the high See, octane ninja shit I was trying to get into when I played Naruto. That, like that some, game actually is pretty good. Something like that would be great for an open world game because like they have so much lore to build off of and all these different areas. Yeah, like they I, have I totally a ton agree. of material to work with. It'd be I don't think it'd be that difficult to like come up with like content for it. Yeah, 
and in terms of Naruto, I feel like it's literally its strongest thing it's got going for it isn't like writing or anything crazy like that, but it's definitely like character design and mm -hmm. incredible world building that they've accomplished. Yeah. Like they have I mean, this and it's... really robust system that makes a lot of sense. It's simple. Yeah. And it's interesting. Exactly. Because you could be some random ninja and just be like, all right, well, now we're going to go on like our missions. Like, it, yeah, like you I, don't have I to be a main character. Yeah, I would not mind just being like a no-name guy, and I just like, mm -hmm. or like I'm just part of like the Hammurabi clan or like some weird clan who I just have like this signature jutsu. Like that's pretty sick. I get to just be a mm -hmm. part of this awesome complex system, and it's yeah. dope. Like even if you're just doing like like rise to the ranks and eventually become like Anbu or something like that, yeah. like that'd be sick. Yeah, I I think it's like they have a lot of these worlds, but I feel like. And I think it's just like uh, because a lot of them are made like a lot of these games are made in Japan. I think that's just a style that like the Japanese audience likes, it seems, because that's how a lot of those games are made. Like, I, I know also, it's it's not just sort of online. There's a number, I can't think of what I was thinking of, but a lot of them are like that. I feel like um, anime adaptations into games suffer a lot in the same way that like video games into movies suffer, where mm -hmm. no one's really no, willing to back it to the degree yeah. as as like a successful game or a success, successful movie just because there really hasn't been that like uh, uh, flagship game that is an anime-based game that is just kick-ass and everyone plays. There's not like a crazy martyr that like has made millions yeah. for any one game company. Like every time someone makes like a Naruto game or a like there's like a couple like Attack on Titan games and JoJo's games mm -hmm. and shit. But, like none of them blow up. They're all no. they're all just kind of in the background. They're like oh cool because they're there to go. make money, not like produce like a great high quality game. They're right. trying they're, to cash they're, in. They're cashing in on money on an established fan base and they're not mm -hmm. really trying to bring any new people there. They're just like, oh, you like this world? Well, let's fuck around in it for a little bit. Yeah. But it's not like fleshed out and like cool. They're not trying mm -hmm. to do anything interesting with it. They're just like, here's more. Here's something, here's more of this world that you like, but it's definitely worse. We yeah. both know it's worse. This is just objectively <laughs> terrible in every way. Yeah. But, but you like it enough to pay me money for right yeah. and then all the weebs are like yeah come on you're not a real fan if you don't buy the game let's be real <laughs> yeah like like it, it's a real shame that there's like there's so many awesome robust anime worlds that i personally would love to just like explore myself and one piece start... yeah one no, piece I, i've not i've no information on that show because it's just too long i can't get into it at this point it's too far so, behind but totally that seems fair. like the type of game you could do that you could just sail from island to island Right. In the like, wide open world. Yeah. I, I feel like animes in general are just so uh, like perfect for either like open worlds or just games in general because mm -hmm. people want to experience like what these characters experience or like even yeah. build their own original character or whatever. Um, but there's just simply not like the backing for it. Like it's just like not really attainable because there no one has really there like large game companies aren't going to risk that much money on possibly swapping. Yeah, I don't know. Especially because in the past, a majority of them have flopped. Like fucking Jump Force flopped. Oh, that was terrible. Like, oh, we'll I hated that. All the anime characters in one I game. Hate, I hated that game not only because of what it was, but just the way they fucking looked was fucking weird. Yeah, the they did like a weird sort of realistic look. Or it's yeah. like, what is this? And they're not even like in their own style. It's like okay, yeah, we have to make like twenty animes in one game 
And so we're just going to make them in our style and not theirs. And so yeah, they, every single character looks weird because they made the, all of them style. look like semi realistic human yeah, sort of look. Uh, it was weird. Especially yeah. with like, uh, they had um, people from uh, Hunter Hunter, like characters in that. And I was right. like, their eyes are fucking like cartoon eyes, you know, like big bulging cartoon eyes. And it's like, this doesn't work in this game. They look like fucking freaks. Yeah, just like the anatomy looks so fucking strange. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you line them all up together and you have to like, you can compare each person. You're like, yeah. wow, these, are, these people do not look like people. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen like the guy that recreated uh, Simpsons characters as though they were real people in like modeling software? Yeah, it's horrifying. It's fucking weird. And that's, that's <laughs> what I think of when I see the Jump Force. I'm like, this is horrifying and shouldn't exist. I mean, it's like, it's fine when everyone looks like that because that's like an art style. But when you're it's like, it's a good concept, but at the end of the day, I was like, ooh, ugh. Yeah, when you put it up yeah. to a normal person, you're like, ah, Jesus Christ. You, you see, uh, what's that. whatever that guy's name is, where it's just, uh, he's like, you know, we spent so much time wondering if we could do this. We didn't decide if we should do this. Yeah. <laughs> From Jurassic Jeff Park. Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I almost said Jeff Foxworthy. Oh, Those God. Are- no, Those no, are not people. the two the same people. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, if I were to make an anime adapted to a regular video game, I, honestly, I think One Piece. I mean, clearly Attack on Titan would be my first go-to, but they've already kind of made those just mm-hmm. because of what they've done with like the recent Spider-Man games. And I feel like yeah. they could very easily use Yeah, it's very similar mechanics, mechanic. Yeah. Where you're just like, not for the Titans per se, but like for the people like uh, swinging mm-hmm. through cityscapes, like that shit looks awesome. Like I would love to just like go around slicing uh, Titans and shit. Like that'd be awesome. And then it would probably be like kind of like boss rush style, where you're just going against these giant Titans and you have to like maneuver around them to get their nape or whatever. Yeah. And that just sounds dope. Like that just sounds sick as fuck. Um. But also One Piece, like, going around trying to acquire crew, and it could be, like, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag style, where, mm-hmm. uh, like, you could try to upgrade your ship and all this shit, and trying to go to different ports, trying to find new crew members. It's basically <laughs> just, like, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, except with dope-ass powers, which I am all fucking for. Yeah. No, it, it could work. It could be a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, before we... Uh... Before we wrap up here, I do have a couple things here. Uh, sure. I mentioned in, in our Reddit chat, did you have a conspiracy theory you wanted to talk about? Um, I haven't looked any up, unfortunately. Okay, that's, a, but, that's okay. I got, okay, I'll so. carry this. I'll carry this. Kyle, <laughs> huge fan of my conspiracy theories. If you theories go on a right. fucking 45-minute tangent about conspiracy no, no. theories, it's, I'm it's literally gonna just going to walk out my door and fucking go away somewhere else. Just go away somewhere else. Nice. Kyle's no, no. I haven't done it in a while. I th- we th- I thought it'd be entertaining. So tonight I'm proud. So the way this works is I I take conspiracy theories that are clearly ridiculous, and I present them as though they're just facts. Even though I realize they're not true, I present them as though it's a hundred percent true. Okay. And I find it super in- entertaining. So tonight <laughs> I'm proud to present uh, the theory of how CERN ended the world in 2012. So CERN being like the Large Hadron Collider in Europe where they work together to try and create like the Higgs boson and smash particles together, you know? Right. Um, so <clears throat> the Higgs boson 
what in 2012 was still a theoretical thing. It's a particle, right? Where it's supposed to be like the God particle, they called it, which this particle like mediates the quantum field. So it, it controls like everything sort of, and it gives mass to particles. So it kind of controls everything uh, as far as like any sort of particles go. And so they were trying to collide atoms and find how, how, like how this thing existed and what it was. And Stephen Hawking, known scientist Stephen Hawking, very, very prominent figure before he passed away. He said that the Higgs boson could destroy the universe if we ever found it. And uh, so they, they continued anyway. They're like, no, nah, we got this. We know what we're doing. Uh, three weeks after they discovered it, you know, it was a big thing. They came out, they're like, hey, we found the Higgs boson. It's incredible. We did it. Three weeks later, the sun shot out the largest solar flare in over a century. And uh, it barely missed the Earth, uh, uh, what they call astronomical inches, where if uh, the Earth, if it had shot out a week sooner, or it's either a week sooner or a week later, I forget. Uh, if it had shot out a week off, it could have hit the Earth and all of our technology would have been destroyed because it would have hit us this massive solar flare. EMP, essentially? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have destroyed all of like our satellites and everything. It would have blown them out of the sky. It would have like uh, wiped out like all of our digital infrastructure. Um, and so we barely lucked out there. Um, but that was just a sign, right? A sign of what could have happened. There's this guy called uh, Terrence McKenna, uh, who is like a philosopher sort of thing, I guess. Right. He predicted that in 2012, we would have a reality rearranging event in that year. And sent, all of a sudden, then it's like, oh, man, we got the they find this God particle. The sun's shooting off these massive uh, solar flares. You said 2012? So yes, 2012, that's which is what the Mayans yeah, predicted right. would be the end of the world. Mayan yeah, so, yeah you're, you're, you're ahead of me here. See, you're figuring it out for yourself. Uh, <laughs> all the puzzle pieces are aligning, man. They're all fitting together. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy stuff. So it's theorized that CERN actually created a black hole. And it rapidly expanded, and we're actually in the black hole. So black holes, right? If you approach one from the outside, right, time gets distorted and slows down. So you never actually enter the center of the black hole because it just slows light and everything down so much that it gets slower and slower the closer you get to the center. So it just it takes an infinite amount of time to get to the center of the black hole because time just gets infinitely slower as you get as you approach it. Right. But if CERN created the black hole, we'd be at the center of it and it expanded around us. And because of this, it distorted time. And this has caused like our time to be all messed up. There's like different realities, which is why things just seem so crazy. Right. And this would also uh, explain why we have the Mandela effect, which is people remembering things differently than they're historically uh, told to be. Right. So right. Mandela effect is named after Nelson Mandela who everyone thought he died in prison, but in actuality, apparently he lived to be a, an old man and died in 2013, I believe. But they're like, he died in prison though, right? So everyone's like, how did this, like, we remember this happening, right? There's also like other things, like the Bernstein Bears or the Berenstain Bears, right? People are like, no, it was right. definitely this. But it's like, no, no, it's definitely this. Um, Fruit of the Loom. Do you know the Fruit of the Loom uh, logo? Right, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's fruit. What it well, it's, it's a pile of fruit, but people think there's a cornucopia that it's spilling oh, out of. Shit. But it's not. There's never been a cornucopia, apparently, <laughs> even though people remember that being the case. 
Yeah, right? I definitely would have said that. Like, if you or, made me describe it, I would have said that there was a cornucopia yeah. for sure. Uh, what about like what's the famous Star Wars quote with uh, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, right? Luke I'll, I'll and ask. father. Yeah, he never says that. He never says that. The quote is, uh, the quote is, uh, is Luke goes, "You killed my father," and Darth Vader goes, "No, I am your father," and he goes, "No," right? Everyone thinks it's Luke, I am your father, but he's never said that, right? So these are some examples of uh, the Mandela effect. The main, the main point, right? Where is the Statue of Liberty located? I mean, so I want to say New York, but it's it, well, New York, New York, like yeah, yeah, no, 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 it is New York. The the name of the the island it's on. What is the name of the island? I should. Oh, the uh, Staten Island. I have no okay. idea. <laughs> it's okay. No, we'll pass it. A lot of people would say Ellis Island, right? Oh, that's of course. That's what, that's what I meant. Yeah. Ellis Island. Yes. I right. mean, anyone would say Ellis Island. It, because that's where everyone, like, uh, immigrants would go through to get through the customs and everything. But it's not. Right. It's actually located on Liberty Island. It's not on Ellis Island. Um, and there are people have pictures where they're on Ellis Island with, like, steps leading up, but there's no statue there. It's like, what? But the Statue of Liberty is on Ellis Island. I remember it being there. That's where it's always been. There are paintings of it being on Ellis Island, but it's not on Ellis Island. It's on Liberty Island. So those um, paintings could have just been done by someone who is experiencing the same thing. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, they saw it on Ellis Island. They're like, oh, well, yeah. there's yeah. evidence of it being on Ellis Island. Um, so one of the things, too, is, right, before World War One, Germans attacked American soil. They they set off a detonation, right? There was uh, explosions. Uh, I had it pulled up here. Hold on. Go back to this. Go back to this. Scrolling back up. Yeah. Uh, there's a big munitions explosion at uh, this place. 50 people were killed, 21 were hurt, uh, yeah. and they're in the city hospital. Uh, about $75,000 in damages or $75 million. I, I can't read the edges of the newspaper. But this this happened right before World War One, And because of that, they shut down like a lot of tourist spots to prevent this from happening, including the torch of the Statue of Liberty. Right? Oh, it's been really? closed to the public for 100 years. However, there are people that are like, hey, I've been in this, the torch, so I remember going there, even though it's been closed for 100 years. There are people who have like photos of the, from being inside the torch in the Statue of Liberty, but it's been closed for 100 years. So how do they have these photos? How do they remember being there? Yeah, you can get into like the crown. Of, yeah, you can get into the crown of the Statue of Liberty, but not the torch. So how does this happen, right? That's funny because I've definitely seen like in uh, shows where... Uh, in like uh, animations and different shows where the, like scenes literally take place like in the torch of the Statue yeah. of Liberty. So it's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, it's it's been closed for over 100 years. To be fair, in a lot of those shows, and this is, I'm going to be completely legit about this part, I have to imagine a lot of those are on a set. I don't think they're letting a lot of people film inside the Statue of Liberty. Oh, it seems yeah, like a huge definitely hazard. not. But I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. it's funny that it's the oh, yeah, yeah, like, I, I, it's okay. translated to such an intense scale that like, uh, large name uh, shows are yeah. showing it as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, like all these people remember being in the statues, like torch and everything, but they couldn't have been because it's been closed to the public for over a hundred years. And so your takeaway mm-hmm. from all of this is that yeah. the Nelson, the Mandela, the Mandela effect, effect, effect yeah, brought on it's by us by a by black the black hole, hole created at CERN. CERN. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple more points to to point out. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Statue Ellis Foundation, at Statue Ellis FDN. Their, their 
like banner is a picture of Ellis Island, but there's no statue there, right? That's their their whole thing is like what mm-hmm. happened here, right? And uh, yeah, it's just kind of it's kind of crazy. So like, are we in an alternate universe, or did the world actually end, and we're just stuck in the center of the black hole, where everything is just kind of like broken? We're colliding I mean, with all these other universes. I'd rather that than be in a reality where Earth's destroyed. Yeah. So I mean, all things considered, even if if that is correct, I'm pretty stoked because yeah. I still get to hang out, talk on podcasts, and drink Rainier. So it's it's crazy to think about. The world could have ended in 2012, but we just don't know it because we're in the center of the black hole. Crazy I stuff. Mean, that's way more interesting than us just uh, floating around the sun and nothing yeah. going wrong. Yeah. Kyle, see, Kyle's speechless. He doesn't know how to react. He's blown away by all these salient <laughs> points I brought up. He's like, I, you know, it's all I true. I took my headset off. <laughs> I, I do believe that, like, just because the Mandela effect exists, it doesn't necessarily, there's not a whole lot of correlation between the Mandela effect existing and the CERN black hole. No, no, no. So, like, there's, like, like I there's said, a big I, bridge between those yeah, two things. No, I, I present these as facts. You can just do a couple quick searches and realize, like, oh, this is bullshit. Like, one of the, I didn't bring right. it up. One of the points was, like, oh, all these people have videos of them in front of the Statue of Liberty, but it's not there. And then you look into it, it's like, these people weren't actually <laughs> trying to pretend like they were in front of the Statue of Liberty. They're just taking photos of themselves in front of New York City. And, uh, like, a lot of them are tagged, like, at the Statue of Liberty on Ellis Island. But it's just a fucking, like, it's just an error message that they get. I forget what, what caused it. <laughs> and like, it's not, they're not even trying to say that they're at the Statue of Liberty. Like that's just the default thing. It's that just pops a miscommunication. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And it's like, but where's the statue at? Like they're in front of this flagpole. The statue's not there. It's like, yeah, no shit. They're not trying to take a picture of the statue. <laughs> like the Statue of Liberty is just gone. It's like, no, the camera is just not facing it. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay, guys. What does that mean that yeah. we're living in an alternate reality? Just relax. Yeah, no, a lot, of, a lot of it's just super easy to disprove. It's, uh, nice. but yeah, it's fun to present it as fact. I, I would agree with almost every conspiracy. It is great to just be a doomsayer for a little bit, yeah. on your little tinfoil hat. Yeah. I try to, uh, when I do these, I try and avoid like super popular ones, right? Like you have the JFK assassination, the moonland, like those have been talked about so much. I'm like, eh, nobody wants to hear about that right now. Let's try and find something a little more offbeat. Yeah, let's, you know? let's have fun with it, right? Yeah, I was going to do, it was a toss-up between this and Skinwalker Ranch, but I feel like that one's fairly popular, too. Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah, it's, uh, it sounds... I mean, you don't have to get... explain it for the sake of it, it taking a long time, but that sounds interesting. No, no, just, like, a brief over. I forget if it's in, like, Utah or so, like, somewhere in the Midwest, like, out there in the U- in the U.S. here. And, like, they just saw, like, they, they say they see, like, UFOs and, like, weird, like, things in the middle of the night, aliens and stuff, like, stuff like that. Like, weird, right. like, demonic stuff happening, I don't remember. Yeah, just a casual yeah. Tuesday in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I actually do like research these a bit to see like what points people bring up for it. Right. And uh, but yeah, yeah, I want to so, at least pre- present it with as much quote unquote facts as I can. Right. In, in terms of all the uh, conspiracies that you've looked up, mm-hmm. who has like the most compelling evidence so far? Uh, I don't know. Most ones I bring up, I know are ridiculous. Like we did right. the queen being a cannibal, which is just yeah, fucking I saw hilarious. That. I was like, oh, shit. There's that. Uh, the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, which was uh, people thought it was like a demonic purification ritual where 
you're cleaning yourself so you can worship like Satan. I forget exactly what it was, honestly. Nice. But some along those lines, it's like you're using it to summon the devil. It's like, okay, sure. It's just it's just cold water, but whatever. <laughs> um, one of them, which is another one I was gonna do, is uh the Denver Airport conspiracy, where they think it's um an Illuminati thing. Uh, and in actuality, it's just a really f- weird fucking airport. <laughs> Maybe, um, maybe it is an Illuminati thing. Maybe it is a weird airport ran by the Illuminati. Yeah, it's it to the oh. credit of the conspiracy theorists, it's fucking weird. Like if you right. Google Denver Airport murals, they're bizarre. Like huh. it it's bizarre. Like it's like not literal Nazis, but people that are that look very similar to Nazis, like killing people. Uh, uh like people giving at an like airport? Yeah. Yeah, it's super weird. It's like <laughs> It, it's literally a mural of like mothers holding their children crying while this guy that looks just like a Nazi goes through and it's like a burning city. It's like, why is this a mural at your airport? Yeah, Jesus Christ. I've only seen like murals of like fruit and like the outdoors. Yeah. And stuff. It's like that. Um, <laughs> there's a bunch of children like worshiping like a knife or something. I forget exactly. Jesus. There's that. They have like gargoyles all over the place. They have an animatronic gargoyle that you can talk to. Um, and then out front of the airport they have this giant like 30 foot blue horse with bright red eyes and at night like the eyes like glow and the head the head of the horse while it was being built fell off and killed the creator holy shit really i think that part's actually true i'm not entirely sure i've not researched this i I feel like i've heard that that part's actually true where it killed its creator like the head fell off and killed him that's kind of fucking nuts as well as if you're like, like if someone gave me a series of conspiracy events, mm-hmm. or conspiracy theories that they believe to be true, like if someone's like, yeah, the Illuminati, the Illuminati runs that, they're like, yeah, like that could make sense. Like yeah, I, I can I, see I, the reasoning there. I like, urge everyone to at least look up images of the Denver airport. It's fucking bizarre looking. It really, it's yeah, it's an airport with a so terrible strange. aesthetic, at the very least. <laughs> like, what, it's just what really what fucking weird for? looking. I don't like. I just don't understand. It doesn't make any sense at all, honestly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They have a weird plaque out front where it's like to the people of the future or something as well. Like everything about the airport is just bizarre. But yeah, it's not run by the Illuminati. I don't think. I don't think. You never know. I mean, who, who's to say? Who I knows? can't prove otherwise. We're not experts on the Illuminati. I mean, yeah, I'm true. not. At least I don't know about you guys. Well, you know, I can't say that to you publicly. Yeah. <laughs> The higher ups in the organization will come yeah. get me, you know. Um, <laughs> awesome. Nice. Yeah, well, we're we're almost two hours in, so we'll wrap it up here before we go too late. Dope, uh, yeah. Why don't you, before we wrap up, why don't you tell people again about your pod, like where they can go to catch your podcast? Yeah. Um. So if you guys want to hear more from me, and if you don't, I don't blame you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at the Trash Cat Podcast. That's the T H E Trash Cat T R A S H. C-A-T, Trash Cat Podcast, uh, on pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Store. Nice. Uh, yeah, and if you guys want a good laugh or you just want to relax, give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it. Nice. And links will be in the description as well, so people can just click on through. Awesome. Um, Kyle, do you have anything you want to add real quick before we wrapped up? I don't know if you had a conspiracy theory you wanted to present, maybe. No, 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 no. it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't have to add this to the podcast, but uh, uh, why are you named I Hate Apex? By the 
Oh, that's true. We didn't bring that up. Why? Why do you say I hate it? Ah, uh, yes. More topics. There you go. <laughs> Sorry to drag on a little. No, Sorry. no. We want to hear. Um, because the game's dog shit. Like every other lobby is a lagged lobby, and it'll be like, uh, you know how in NHL when someone pulls the Ethernet cable, mm-hmm. it gets like really choppy. Yeah. That's what Apex is. Every other game. Is that what happened at the end of your stream the other day? Yeah, I saw you, I saw you like get kicked or something. I was like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, we're, we 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 just kept leaving and shit. Mm. So we just said fuck it. I will say this: I've started to watch like competitive Apex and like almost like consistently, like almost every single time I've watched it, there's been one like great yeah, God, I can't talk. One game breaking moment where they just glitched out and they were like forced to be killed by the other team. Like they had no other option. Like a like a Pathfinder grapple would go bad, and they they just like glitch out into the side of a wall, and they just get sniped. <laughs> and so that's like that's not a very good sign if you are like your game is a competitive multiplayer game, and mm-hmm. like the people at the highest level have a problem with it, and they consistently just get fucked over. Yeah, I haven't played Apex but, in quite a while. <laughs> that being said, I like Apex. Like I think it's a great. Uh, design like I think it's a fun idea for that uh, mm-hmm. genre like battle royale with uh, abilities like you know that's dope as fuck and I think the lore is dope but there's definitely some uh, fucky bugs and what's your favorite like character uh, there's a lot of good designs and cool abilities um, probably Bloodhound I think there you go I was yeah, hoping for it rad. Bloodhound's I'll, fucking I'll rad I like Bloodhound a little bit I think I have three tattoos of Bloodhound. <laughs> no fucking way. That's sick. I was waiting to see what your answer was. I was like, this is either going to go really well, or it's just going to be like, eh, your opinion doesn't matter anymore. We're going to cut Dude, them out of the dope. episode. I love Bloodhound. You got <laughs> sick abilities. I mean, sorry, they have sick abilities. They have no. a really he, cool... Bloodhound is a fucking guy voiced by a fucking woman because of her deep ass voice. Bloodhound is a guy. It's not a they. I don't know enough about the character to say otherwise. And it, <laughs> it really pisses me off when people say Bloodhound is a woman. Because he's clearly fucking not. Hello? Don't know. But. All right. Well, I'm glad we got it cleared up why you hate Apex now. <laughs> yeah, here I am playing it because every other, everyone else fucking plays it. And I have no one to play with, so I'm forced to play with them. Ah. Yeah, see, I, I, I've, I've stopped playing the competitive games. Can't be bothered. I just want to relax. Don't Relaxing. Relax in your free time? What? Fucking weirdo. I, yeah, I don't get a whole lot of free time. I'm usually racist. working. <laughs> I, I, I have to relax, but when I play games, otherwise I don't have any time to relax. Too busy working behind on behind the scenes <laughs> stuff, hiring an editor, uh, working on all sorts of like promotional stuff for us getting our stores updated, getting the website updated, reaching out, getting guests scheduled. It's a fucking, it's a fucking job and a half. Yeah, dude, when I, when I messaged you like a month ago, you're like, dude, sorry, we can't record. I'm booked for like a yeah. month and a half. I'm like, oh shit, dude. Like, yeah. It's crazy. I, I, yeah, I, I try I and, uh, imagine. I try and put in the work. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's super exciting. Yeah. Uh, Personally, I've had a really great time. Thanks for having I, me on. Thank you for coming on. It was a good time. I I, yeah. I definitely ranted a lot on this episode. I had a fun time this episode. I got to talk about Mortal Kombat. I did my 
conspiracy theory <laughs> bit or ramble forever. Yeah, um, I mean, isn't that what podcasting is, though? It's just it rambling. Is, yeah. Yeah. Essentially. It's rambling into the void, and sometimes people listen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people can go check out deadjustproductions.live. Uh, I updated the website. So now, if you go to the website, uh, with the landing page, you click through that, and it automatically takes you to the page that shows off the new posters that are available. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, they'll have been available for like three or four weeks. But uh, yeah, you can check out the posters, see what they look like. You can uh, you can fill out the order form, and we'll uh, we'll get you set up if you're interested in them. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy with the posters. I think it turned out really well, and uh, got the. I'm gonna update the uh, custom. We have two uh, shops right now. We have the Playmakers Wanted Shop, which is mainly custom jerseys. Uh, we got some custom hoodies and stuff on there. I'm gonna expand that. Uh, they added a bunch of new like sportswear, like custom sports bras, like and stuff like that, yoga pants and stuff. They added uh, you can get hats, uh, mouse pads now. So I'm gonna expand upon that this week. So by the time this episode is live, it'll all be available. And then we have our uh, Teespring shop, which is all of our uh, more affordable clothing, but it's a different, you know, it's, you get what you pay for, right? If you pay more money, you're going to get better clothing, but the Teespring stuff, if you, uh, if you just want to support us, you can buy some nice, very affordable clothing. It's very nice. I like it. I have socks. I wear our branded socks every, literally every day of the week. I, I wear our merchandise every single day because I, I do I believe in it and I love it and you can get yours too. So dentistproductions.live. It's got links to everything on there. Might just have so, to call me some socks. They're great. I really do like them. They're super comfy. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, thank you, Cameron, for coming on. Really appreciate you coming on. Had a fun time chatting it. Yeah, chatting fun. it up. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. And we'll see you all next time. Or, or I can ramble for 32 <laughs> more seconds and we can hit the two hour mark. What do I, I mean, want to do? I mean, huge. I could sit here and 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 just you know talk about like all the great products. Whatever. I got my uh, my retro jerseys. I got they sent me two of them uh, because something got messed up in shipping where it got they just couldn't find my jersey, and so like oh we we had a reprint, and so now you're gonna get two of them. And I was like cool, doing it. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, uh, I ordered a bidet, so I'm gonna have that installed. So fun times all around. Other bidets on your guys' store. No, no, you cannot buy a bidet in our store. I That's bought one personally. Right there. Uh, yeah. They do not offer that on either of those sites, so that is not my fault. <laughs> Real bummer, because I really wanted a dead jester's bidet personally. But Everyone wants I... to shit all over our logo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, good stuff happening over here in my household. Uh, we're over two hours now. I'm happy we made it. Thank you everyone for listening. Hey, we'll see you all, all next time. Bye.